What up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the unofficial podcast of the National Football League, the world-famous and critically acclaimed 5-6 Kings podcast. I'm David Breen, but with me as always, my dear friend and co-host, Brayden Bullard. Brayden, how are you, man? Oh, David, feeling like I'm back in high school because I just had my 10-year class reunion last night, and I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just living the good old days stuck in the past but now i'm here with you in the present so i'm feeling good how about you man feel like you're back in high school because you had your reunion stuck in the past but but now you're here in the present so you're feeling good yeah all right a little contradicting i understand i'm but but you, you you brought it all together yeah all right. Thanks. I'm doing all right. all right. Yeah? Yeah. Nothing no nothing crazy. No. 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 Just another ordinary day Short, in life. Ordinary ordinary week. Yeah. 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 I worked. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good for you, man. I worked. I watched this fucking movie. Ah, this fucking movie. Yeah. Where do we begin? I guys above suspicion. <laughs> Is the movie we did. It's interesting. That's for damn sure. You know, That's for damn sure. From And from the viewer's perspective, wasn't too suspicious. Well, it's above suspicion. Yeah. There's nothing to suspect because it's, it's above it's suspicion. Above, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it shouldn't have been suspicious. Well, it was suspicious to some people, just not to the Sh- viewer. Shouldn't have been. It was above it. Yeah. 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 So... No surprise. <laughs> Let's talk money. I got this it, David. budget. I need to ask you one question about this budget before I guess. In your opinion, do you have it up or are you looking for it now? Oh, I got it. You don't. You're typing it. So... <laughs> I mean, we're just we're just killing time here, while yeah, no, no, no. Well, you 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 look for it. Yeah, you got it. Mm, it um, yeah, there we go. Look at that, even better. Mm, hmm. Just, just everything but the budget, you know. Yeah, it's probably the website's fault, though, right? Yeah, it's got nothing to do with you. No, no, it's, it's their got fault. N- yeah, yeah, they should have it here. They should. Why doesn't every website? Have everything that I want. I mean, this website's called The Numbers. Yeah, there's a lot of numbers in yeah. the world, man, all right? There's a lot. A lot of numbers. How many people were in the movie? How many cars were in the movie? Mm. How many different towns do they go to? Those are numbers, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Those are fucking numbers, man. Yeah. Oh, David. So we're going to pause recording for a minute. I thought I had it. Pause, pause it on GarageBand because I'm going to hit the thing. Yeah, I got you. And we're back. Hey, Derek Cheater, fuck you. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, it took me took me two seconds to find it. <laughs> Brayden's over here. <laughs> over here going to website after website. Can't find anything. Budget was about $12 million plus another 8 to $12 million estimated for marketing and distribution. So, yeah, you know, sucks. 20 to 24 million dollars. And that's uh, my question was going to be 
does it seem like Amelia Clark and Johnny Knoxville got paid what Amelia Clark and Johnny Knoxville get paid to do movies? And the answer is, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't imagine they made a lot of money off this. No. I, they for sure lost money. I yeah. I have to assume they didn't make a million dollars off of this. Am I correct in assuming that they didn't make a million dollars off of it? Yeah. Is it way less than a million? Uh, so box office it is, but then if you go to like domestic fucking DVD sales, then they, they get close to a million? Yeah, then they get close. Box office... Less than a hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking crazy. That's, that's so crazy. That's fucked. Fucking forty thousand box office. Twenty five. <laughs> Twenty five thousand. What do they make with fucking domestic <laughs> DVD sales and shit? And Worldwide. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Um. So they made for the DVD sales eight hundred and five thousand. All right. Yeah. Look at that. Only lost. Only lost twenty three million. <laughs> wow, oh, dude, that's, that's wild. You know, also, and spending eight to twelve million for like promoting it. I didn't know this movie existed until very recently. Yeah, I didn't. I've never heard of this yeah. movie. Um, so wh- where were they promoting it? I don't know, man. They, they fucked if up. I, I guarantee you, if when it was happening, I heard that Queen Daenerys and Johnny Knoxville were making a movie together. All day. All day I'm going to see that shit. You know, and, and they could have they could have made a I, I watched the trailer. The trailer wasn't bad. They could have made a better trailer for what this movie was between the two and everything like that. And and um I don't know, I feel like they could have done a better job uh with the trailer, with the movie, but then also like fucking eight to you know, whatever million yeah, for, the, for the marketing. The eight to twelve million it's crazy marketing it. I Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, I sometimes I think like, man, maybe some movies are is just like a front to clean money or some shit. Because like, where where does eight million dollars in marketing go? And I'm you know, na- I never even heard of this movie. Yeah, I don't know. Could be they're like, oh, we gotta spend all this money on Johnny Knoxville. They'll never look into it. It's Amelia yeah. Clark. Yeah, <laughs> they're like Amelia Clark and Johnny Knoxville. They're expensive. Yeah, yeah, it ain't cheap to get them in your movie. Nope. Yeah, we'll shoot this in fucking like. One area, one area, and we'll shoot it in like fucking a weekend. Yeah, like there's, there's no way they spent a ton of time making this movie. No, no, it's, uh, it's kind of it, it. This movie kind of pissed me off to tell you the <laughs> truth. <laughs> well, it's what what are the what are the reviews? Because it pissed. It's this could have been a good movie. Yeah, this it's not a bad story they're telling. No, it's just ridiculous the way they made this movie. Yeah. I agree, but um, IMDb gave it a five point seven out of ten. Rotten to little high. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, right? Like compared to the other ratings that they give, like other good yeah. movies, to you know, it's like that's that's a little high. But Rotten Tomatoes gave it a twenty four percent. Metacritic gave it a forty six percent, which is like kind of what? A, <laughs> it's a little high. What even. the critics like about this? What do Google users give it? Fifty nine percent. Okay, I thought it was ninety nine percent. I thought I could just see it over there. I thought that was a ninety nine percent. That would have been so. And I was like, crazy. you know what? I fucking love the Google users. <laughs> Man, no one liked this fucking movie. And yeah. you know, it's uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. I was telling Dad. I was texting David earlier. I, was like, I don't even know what the fuck to say about <laughs> this thing. Man. You you just feel so pulled all over the place. 
and and not in like a good way, like what's gonna happen next way. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh. Um, yeah. What do you give it? And it just leaves you feeling empty. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a four point three. Four point three. Four point three. Troy. Troy Palomalu. Yeah. You're like I'm a big Troy Palomalu fan. I almost I almost thought I matched Metacritic. Three percent less. Look at that. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You know, I'll go four point five. Some big Booby Miles fan. Ah, so yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. Look yeah. at that reference. Yeah, love it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, not not a good movie. Yeah. If you want to watch Daenerys Targaryen do like a borderline offensive Southern accent for an hour and forty five minutes, yeah, give it a watch. Mm-hmm. If you also <laughs> want to see her push her foot on a dude's cock at a restaurant. And then, I was like, and then start mistreating the staff while she's doing it. I was like, oh my god, like okay, like halfway through the film, I was like, oh, this is gonna take like a crazy turn. She's about to get like bonkers because like why else? Like why else even make this movie in my head? Like why was it important enough to make this movie? Like who thought was like who thought like oh my god, dude, we get we got this true story. It's so crazy. We should make a movie after it. So it's a true story, and someone wrote a book about it. And like I was, I was telling Brayden before, I have to imagine Amelia Clark read the book. Yeah, and the book was probably good. Yeah, because it's a good story that they're telling here. Yeah, the, it was probably a good book, and was uh, and then heard they were doing a movie. She's like, oh, I fucking love that book, and told her agent was like, get me that part. Well, see, that's there's no, there's no way the story's not bad for a real life story, but for for me, I, I felt like there needed to be a little bit more. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you did like a documentary style and you showed more like crazy nitty gritty details about it or something like that. But yeah, we don't get Amelia Clark for a documentary. No, hundred percent. Like, yeah, I read that book. A hundred percent. But like, even though it is a you know based on a true story, I just felt like there wasn't a, and it is like a good story. But I just felt like it wasn't enough to make a, a feature length film out of it. I don't know. And, or and if you did, then I, then they had to do something different that I, I didn't really see. But the the entire I time think, I was kind of like, I think it's it's a good enough story. You make a film about it. You should do it better. Okay. All right. Well, like it, it, ju- it just needs to be made better. Yeah. It was weird. The, yeah. The, it kind of lagged, and then shit it just dragged sh- on. And but then shit just like happened. Yeah. Like every, and the, and everything just sort of happens yeah. to you. Yeah. And you're like, but, it didn't really push in or like lead into the next thing. It just like, yeah, it was just, just like all right, abruptly. Now this happens. This happens. And and, and they do a quick like, oh, that's possible. Okay, this happens. Like I, so, David, to to emphasize your point, on Netflix, I'm so cheap. I I have the the ad version. So it would go to an ad, and they would come back. And I swear to God, it would always be right at the moment. How much? How much you save having the ad version? I don't know. It was seven bucks a month. For that, I don't know how much the other version is. I, think I pay like ten dollars and change. Oh. <laughs> ad free. I'm being cheap. Yeah. But, but listen, but listen. So, so I was like, you go to the ad. You want you want thirty six bucks a year from me? Yeah. You know, j- just <laughs> just don't pay me for for fucking Buzzsprout and stuff for a month. All right. All right. There we go. You take a month <laughs> off every year. There you go. Get yourself some good Netflix <laughs> on me. Thank you. Uh, but the it, it would always be the ad would be exactly at the moment it would switch from one scene to a next. And when we come back from the ad, it'd be a, you would just immediately be in something like it'd be so different and so quick to that thing. I'd be like, wait, wait, wait. 
was it playing in the background while the ad was fucking going? So I go back, I'm like, no, it just fucking literally abruptly went to the yeah. next scene like that yeah. in the way Not they stop. did it. It was, it was, it was weird, and it fucked a lot with the tone and the the overall like feeling from scene to scene that you get because you're like, you don't have this. There's nothing. There's no type of weight that carries from one scene to another. It's just being and, told. And every to you. scene was thirty seconds long. Yeah. Like, that's when I do my notes. I normally have, like, a chunk this scene, a chunk yeah. that scene. I have, like, four scenes and a chunk of notes because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to just keep. That was probably their tactic, thinking, like, oh, we're only shooting in, like, one area in so many locations. Just, if we chop just, it up more, you just, it'll just keep seem. Them, keep them engaged. So like, yeah. Whoa, now we're at this place. Now we're at that place. Let's Because let's, we're going to yeah. go fucking scene from scene to the yeah. movie. I can't imagine they won any awards. Nope, there's none. Are they nominated for any? No. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. I, I would have been... There was literally none. Was, I would have been fucking baffled if you were like, they were nominated for... IMDb is like, it looks like we don't have awards. any awards for this title. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, give it time. Yeah. This just yeah. came out in 2019 or 2021. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. And it's not 2020. It's over two years. We don't even know what year this movie came out in. And that's the thing. It probably came out in 2019. That's when COVID hit. And they're like, oh, fuck, we need to do a re-release. And we'll re-release it on Netflix in like 2021. We released it four months before COVID was an issue. Yeah. And that's why we didn't make uh, any money. Yeah, yeah. Now we'll re-release it. <laughs> Don't blame Amelia Clark, bro. She's hot, all right? She is. She's, she's hot. That's, I was like, I don't give that a is, fuck that about is, your shitty that is <laughs> That is far and away. The most redeeming quality of this movie is you're just like, man, like, because uh, she is the accent. Knowing what she sounds like, the accent just feels offensive. It's probably it's, not it, terrible. It's not bad. It's, it's not just, bad. yeah, it's just because she's Daenerys Targaryen she, well, she's, and she's talking like this. She's from like the UK or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she, she does not sound like this at all. No. Yeah. That's like, like yeah. it's she is a very believable. And I mean, because she's a fucking phenomenal actor. She is a really, yeah. a really good actor. It is very yeah. believable that she could be this strung out fucking southern trailer park girl. I, I will say, and we won't get caught up on it, I love, I, I, not love, but I, I appreciated Johnny Knoxville in this film. Yeah. Like, he was so subtle. You, you love guys like that. He was so subtle, though, Those in the are your best favorite kind of guys. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude. Uh, I, I was yeah. Gonna, yeah. This movie... <laughs> I, yeah, and I want to make it perfectly because I'm going to joke a lot about her accent, and rightfully so. Yeah, this movie doesn't suck because Amelia Clark is not a good actress. No, no, no. She no. is a great actress. I would say it's jo- more Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville is good. Yeah, yeah. I would like, say the overall like the, the actors. Act, the acting wasn't awful in this movie. No, this movie sucks because this is just a fucking ridiculous movie. The writing, the editing, and the overall. Like the way they thought about Have, going about the storytelling. Having her narrate the movie was a fucking swing and a miss. Oh. Such a mistake. And Such a fucking it mistake. Worse. It's so bad. Like, especially at the yeah. end, you're like, ah, dude, shut and up. And there's points. We're jumping it. Yeah. There's points where she's narrating over like people talking. They're like, don't even let this character explain David. what he's doing. I'm going to explain. What he's doing? Do you, have, do you have the first line? The very first line, I was like, "Fuck this movie." So there's, <laughs> so there's policy enforcers in the woods, and we hear an insane southern accent. I put that I am praying as Amelia Clark. <laughs> That's what I put in the front. Oh, no. As an insane southern accent that I'm praying as Amelia Clark, and it is. Yeah. Talking about how when you're dead, you got too much time to think. I fucking hate that line. And how the trees know someone's going to die today. She's like, look at them. She's like, look at them trees right over yonder. They know it. See, and that's they a- know. Look at that. Look at them trees. 
them trees know someone's going to die. You're like, what? So, the, the fuck does that mean? You admit, you, you don't set your viewers up for anything good with, with that. Like, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't help. And the thing is, it's based on a true story. You don't know if she said that. And so it's like ludicrous lines. You're, I feel like you're adding to this person. And, and having, having her fucking narrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, Great. What the, what the fuck? The, the guy finds, like, a skull in the woods. And you're like, okay, all right. That yeah, body like, in the woods, that's always cool. It's the first yeah. thing we see. And yeah. she's, then she just keeps narrating. She's like, them trees, look at them. They, 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 they look know. like detectives or something. They know someone's going to die. Policy enforcers. Yeah. They, yeah, okay, you said <laughs> She was just a regular girl from town who dreamed of getting out. <laughs> but things go wrong, as they always do. As they always do. As they do. always do. Times get tough. You know, mills close. <laughs> I swear to God, I just said Bill's closed. I swear to God. The Shout out to The Rock. Closed. The fucking, the old Bill closes. And uh, the, when I the mean, casino opens, it just takes over. I mean, you we, we have seen in America how many lives have been affected from Mills closing. Dude, just keep the fucking mills open. Come on. Listen, America, that is all I ask of you, <laughs> is you keep the mills open. You greedy. That is all you got to do. You greedy motherfuckers. Say no to casinos <laughs> and yes to mills. Ah, oh, man. Times get tough. Mills close. You lose jobs. But you still got them kids, we could, we so make. you so you do what you gotta do, and that's what you tell yourself. Yep, you do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. Before you know it, you're working for the devil himself, or step little by little, step by step. Before you know it, you're working for the devil himself, cashing his checks. She then goes. She has a safety deposit box where she's collecting. It says Department of Treasury. We find out it's welfare checks. Yeah. And I, I want to say too, I you, from the beginning you kind of get the feeling like they're trying to set up some symbology with the devil and all this shit, and then like Amelia, and I kept thinking that throughout this film. I'm like, there's got to be is, some super is, deep shit. Queen Daenerys, Queen right? Daenerys. You don't. I'm sorry, don't you dare refer to her as <laughs> Amelia or whatever her fucking character is. Yeah, She's I don't Queen know. Queen Daenerys. Yeah, Breaker of Chain. Yeah, uh, the Unburned. The Unburned. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mother of Dragons. <laughs> yeah. A cop is at the bank and sees that she's cashing a, a welfare check, and he judges the fuck out of her. And then she, like, watches him out, and she's like, ah. Don't and we then, all. And then she leaves the bank and runs into Bumpy. Oh, and she's like, Bump, Bumpy. Bumpy, you coming over tonight? He's like, yeah, it's check day, ain't it? And he's she's like, like, it sure is. He's like Bumpy the way he's Bumpy. walking. Oh, he's yeah. fucking living it up. He's like, yeah, oh, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. You think Bumpy won't be there? You think Bumpy's <laughs> going to miss a party? Shit! <laughs> she dips into a hair salon and just stares out the window, and it's her sister who runs the nail salon. She's like, "You coming for your annual perm?" And she doesn't say a fucking word. Her to hair her. is great. Her hair is great. Yeah, her that's hair. whoever the hair makeup artist was. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Queen Daenerys then narrates, "Welcome to Paxville, Kentucky, the town that never lets go." It's always these small hickleberry fucks that say some shit like that. Ain't I right, David? No. No? No. Guess you, guess you haven't been in too many small towns. I have. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Because you'd think like... Nah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to get into it. We're at a trailer park and Queen Daenerys... Just flying through the trailer park, blasting music. She always fucking yeah. blasting that music every time she's driving. It's like hardcore blasting. rock, yeah, like like classic rock, but not notable classic rock. Like they didn't pay for the yeah. music. No, 
You weren't getting like a song where you're like, oh, I know that song. Had to be yeah. enough like rock and kind of scream for you to not understand the words. That's yeah. kind of what it felt like. Yeah. She gets in the trailer. Her kids are still in their PJs. They're playing video games. They haven't eaten them. It's 2 p.m. She starts making them a PB&J. Sounds and like the fucking life. Yells, <laughs> not eating. That's the issue. Not eating. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. If, if, I, if I'm eating before 2 p.m., loving that life. Shit, my PJs ahead. playing video games, sick. It's like based on a true story, yeah. that seems sick. <laughs> kids have kids got it good. Kids got what? better than I do. I gotta get up and go to work. What? Get to chill with my PJs. Oh man. So she makes them PJ and she's yelling at her hu- her ex husband. She's like, "Your fucking kids are here. They hadn't eaten. Why you think I left your ass?" And it's Johnny fucking Knoxville. Oh, he's he's great. He comes out of the bedroom with the blanket like over him still. Yeah, he's still fucking chilling. Yeah. He comes out and he says. You divorced me so you can get an extra 86 bucks a month from the welfare. And I'm like, that's, that's low. Some dude then walks out of the back. There's so much going on in this fucking room. And starts flirting with her. He's like, man, you wouldn't have to yell at me at all. I'd See, how be, big is this fucking I'd place? I'd be up and at him first thing in the morning if I was with you. And then she just walks past him. She goes, there's a girl in the bed. She pulls the covers off, says, that's your boyfriend out there hitting on me, you dumb slut. Need to pay me my rent money. Bitch, and then walks out of the room. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. What a life these people have. And, and you know, they did a good job. Pay that- me my rent money, bitch. I actually did like this scene because the one thing I thought after the scene was, oh, they really showed everything that's going on in her life in a very fast way. So I actually like that. But then as the movie draws on, you're like, oh, it didn't really fucking matter because like the chaotic way. Yeah, her life. Her life is a nightmare. Yeah. No doubt about it. It was a fast, quick way to kind of sum it up, but then they kind of draw other shit where it's like, oh, it doesn't even matter. Queen Daenerys then goes to her, her bedroom. She's yeah. got the big bedroom, and she's got a key hidden inside a lampshade. She pulls it off and unlocks a trunk, and it's just full of drugs. Yeah. And Johnny Knoxville walks in. She goes to take some Percocet, and Johnny Knoxville walks in. He's like, you think I'd trust you alone in a room with my Percocet? And she's like, he's like, give me all of these. She's like, give me my money. <laughs> and she walks over and she hands him some cash and looks at it and goes, where's the other half? And she's like, cop was in the bank. So I only cashed one of them. I cashed the West Virginia welfare check. Yeah. I didn't cash the Kentucky. And he's like, well, why, why did that matter? And she said, I don't like having no cop watch me whilst I'm committing fraud. And he says, you ain't committing fraud in Kentucky. You're only committing fraud in West Virginia. Saying like, you, yeah. yeah, all right, that's all well and good. You cashed the check that you were committing fraud with yeah. in front of the cop and not the one you're not. Yeah. And, and, it, well, and it's building a dynamic, too, of how he thinks about her and the way how much he cares kind of like about her. And that's something that kind of contradicts, I think, a little bit through the film. But I just wanted to kind of he's, point that out for a second. He's mixed as fuck. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a weird. weird, yeah. And it's, that's what this movie does a lot where they make you think you should care in certain ways and then it and, and then contradicts different, it And then yeah. it's not different. You're yeah. like, all right, whatever. You build me up to break whatever. me down. How, 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 much, like how much time like a skyscraper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a song. Build me up, tear me down. Like, like a skyscraper. You could have made that up right there, and I would have went along with it. <laughs> <You were dumb. laughs> uh, Johnny Knoxville doesn't accept the answer, and then she starts yelling about, why am I the one getting the checks? These motherfuckers ain't even paying rent and stuff. And she's over by the drugs, and he walks over and just grabs her by the throat and puts her up against the wall and said, I said 
I don't want to hear it, okay? And then she nods. And he puts his head down and he locks up the drugs and walks out. And I really wonder, too, like how accurate everything is. You know, obviously not all the conversations. 100%. But like all the things that go 100%. through this. Yeah, it's got to be 100%, yeah, right? It has to be. Yeah. 100%. There's no way they got it wrong. They didn't get a fucking single thing wrong. Yeah. 100% accurate. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Queen Daenerys is then, she's narrating again. Oh, well, and she's. There's only two ways to make money in Paxville. Selling drugs or the funeral business. Sometimes I wish I was in the funeral business. God damn, because that shit makes money, bro. We then see a, a crazy party. Queen Daenerys is snorting lines, and that's kind of it. Yeah. They leave it. She's then uh, she's narrating again the ridiculous accent. So it's here to stay. It's yeah. It's, this whole movie is that accent. She then sees Agent Putnam. And she says something fun. It's his wife and his baby. And he's being greeted at the FBI outpost in Pikesville, Kentucky. Which apparently exists. Which is, this scene is ridiculous. Pikesville, Kentucky doesn't seem like a town that has an FBI outpost. At all. But he's greeted by that guy from that thing. Yeah. That is literally the only way I could describe this guy. Because like, I'm like, oh, I recognize him. And then like, I tried to look at the movies he's in to see what I was going to reference him as. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's in movies I've seen. I have no idea what character he plays in it. Yeah. He's in like radio and Rambo First Blood yeah. and a bunch of shit. No idea who this guy is. Yeah. He's that guy from that thing. He, I think he fit the role pretty well. Um, Dude, fucking anyone. I could have fit the role pretty well. You you talking about the uh, the agent? Not not the oh, the uh, agent who greets Agent Putnam. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, agent agent Putnam did great. Yeah yeah that's what the I'm other guy about. is that guy from that thing the guy who's yes. six months from retirement. Yeah 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 yeah. I, I yeah very recognizable face. No clue what from. That scene though is the first scene that made me say kind of like what the fuck with the editing where it just jumped to this and now she's being he looked, like he looked oh. he, he looked like he stepped out of a picture in a magazine. He looked like he just walked out of a dream where nothing bad ever happened. <laughs> he looked like he just walked out of a dream where nothing bad ever happened. Like I'd finally, he looked like I'd finally taken too much drugs and find and started seeing things. So it, like it's trying to show where her mind oh, is. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because huh. she's also just standing on the street, looking at Agent Putnam and his family get greeted at the FBI outpost where he's going to be working, and she's just sipping cough syrup. Yeah. Just sipping it out of the bottle. Yep. Yeah, straight out the bottle. <laughs> what a fucking life this woman has. But and it's like trying to build this this way of the way like the way she's thinking about her life and everything like that that they didn't that they I felt like they kind of just they're they're kind of pushing it and kind of forcing it like they didn't really lead up to this moment yeah. at all. Boom 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 boom. And now here we go. And now this is what I'm doing. Here we go. And now it's like what? Yeah. Yeah. I it's just so mixed. Yeah. It just wasn't set up right. Agent Putnam's got a lovely family. He's going through all the cases on his bed. Like he's got a bunch of stuff, all the open stuff in Pikesville. His wife knows way too much about like law enforcement and statistics and stuff. And yeah, and I was thinking like, oh, maybe, maybe she also works at the FBI and she's not working right now. She just had the kids, something like that. No, and we never see no, that she, though. She just, she just, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She just knows a bunch about that's what I'm saying. Statistics. Like, why? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why? Wow. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fucking fuck about her? It's nuts. Yeah. Uh oh my god. The, there's a bank robber. He's robbed eleven banks in four months. 
and has $21,000 to show for it. Could you fucking imagine? Could you imagine robbing a bank once and getting less than $2,000 and being like, well, I'm going to do it again? Just think of the thrill. Yeah, it's fucking insane. <laughs> 21000 after 11 banks, you find a new line of work, buddy. Yeah. That is not enough money. Dude, just like, and this, that's like the whole thing about these fucking small town fucking stories. It's like, everyone's like, I just, I can't move out of this small town. It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm trying to get money and move out, and I can only get $21,000 <laughs> yes. over the course of four months. Like, I gotta rob 11 banks. I'm like, dude, just take a greyhound nuts out of this bitch, bro. Yeah, but he's like, what, I'm going to work at a diner and stuff? No, I'm going to rob this bank. Yeah. One of these banks, I'm going to hit it big. <laughs> and then I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> nope. Wife uh, shit's all over the town. She's like, even the banks are poor. This place sucks. As she Sad. should. Yeah. And he comments on how much the wife knows about fucking law enforcement. She goes, pick up your clothes. Yeah. Fucking. She, she says, don't just, don't just leave your clothes wherever you take them off. Pick them up. Fucking slob. And then he gets up and picks up his clothes. Because that is what a movie based on a true story is all about. There we go. Shit like that, you know? There we go. That conversation happened. He's like, and then my wife told me to pick up my clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so I, so I, The so writer's I like, okay, then he right, did pick, this. Picked we, up his we, clothes. Yep. No, we have to put this yeah. in the film. You guys, if we leave this out, someone's going to know. <laughs> so They'll know. Someone's <laughs> going to know. And then it's not going to be based on a true story. And then what is true that we tell them? <laughs> this you know? If we leave the clothes out... Then none of it's true. Oh, we David. gotta say that he picked up the clothes. Gotta. There's a sheriff's deputy playing guitar. He's in like a fire station garage across the street from a bank. And he's just playing guitar and watching the bank. And the dude with the long hair from, uh, from Queen Daenerys' trailer, he pulls up in a truck with no plates on it. And we see him, he starts to like, Slapping himself in the face and psyching himself up. Oh, I love and it. And he pulls down the ski mask and grabs a shotgun and goes out. And the sheriff deputy walks out and he's like, Hey, drop your weapon, put your hands where I can see him. And he hops in the truck and drives off. Now, why wouldn't you shoot the fucking wheel, bro? It's the first thing I thought. Like, dude, you had an easy shot to the wheel. He's he wouldn't new. have made it far. And he's then... new. He's only, he's only been doing it since November. Yeah, but he also made it seem, or at least the film made it seem like this dude knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, it doesn't mean he doesn't freeze a little bit under pressure. Yeah? I guess Is, isn't sure isn't sure of what to do in that scenario. He's never been in that scenario. Well, that's why that's why I said this movie pisses me off because I wouldn't have David. You fucking trigger. You would have happy. <laughs> you would have before you even saw the ski mask. You would just saw a truck and be like, "Well, that's a sketchy ass truck," and you would just gone and just start shooting them. Yeah, and then it would have been like this guy was just going to make a deposit and. Deputy Bullard. And they would have found the, Deputy the Bullard, shotgun in the, the he would, car. He would have had none of that in the car. You would have, <laughs> you would have just killed someone. You know, this guy was going to make a deposit, and Deputy Bullard came out with a shotgun and blew his fucking face. And then I went to right the ward for being the best sheriff in town. And No, he would have gone to prison. I don't know, David. Yeah. Them small towns. Yeah, but this guy was white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You shoot a white yeah. working class man who's just going to the bank. You go to prison. That's... That's a fact. Yeah. That's just a fact of life. <laughs> and that's why this is a true story. There we go. Yep. Uh, Agent Putnam is complaining about the filing system, and that guy from that thing is like, well, I didn't, I didn't come up with it, and I'm not fixing it. I'm six months to retirement. And he's like, all right. And he's like, hey, heard you were a file clerk before. They say file clerks don't make good agents. 
And then, like, the guy from that thing, the phone's ringing. And, like, Putnam's sitting there doing shit. The guy from that thing just <laughs> reading the newspaper. And Putnam lets it ring a few times, just looks at him, and he's like, all right, I'll get it. And it's next scene, they're at the bank. So it was clearly the bank. That guy from that thing's like, why the fuck did you confront him? And he was like, I saw a guy with the ski mask and a shotgun. What did you want me to do? He said, I wanted you to stay put and call us, just like I told your sheriff, because we want to catch this guy. We don't want to scare him off. And the guy's like, fucking civilians in the bank. Are you kidding me right now? That's how, that's how the job's done, David. Yeah. Gotta let a little mayhem happen. And he says, oh, I agree. I agree. Look, look what happens, happens. Yeah. We're gonna catch this guy. Yeah. He goes, did you recognize the truck? And he just goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, all right, well, that's that then. And he walks away, and Agent Putnam's just staring at him. The guy goes, what? Agent Putnam knows what's going <laughs> he on. He goes, what? And he goes, I want to be there when you, when you interview this guy. He guy's like, yeah, why would I let you do that? He goes, otherwise I'll call my commanding officer and we'll put you under 24-hour surveillance. And he's like, all right. So now they're in the car together. And Deputy asks where he's from. And Agent Putnam says, some town in Connecticut. And the guy goes, where's that? Or what's that? Or like, I've never heard of that. Something like that. And I swear to God, he says... It's an hour and a half from New York City. You know, the center of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck talks like that to people? I, yeah, I yeah, was... Huh? You ever heard of New York City? That's like, if you're like, hey, David, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, Palm Beach Gardens. And you're like, oh, I've never I've never heard of that. And be like, oh, it's about two hours away from Disney World. You know, the happiest place on earth. You ever heard of it? Yeah, I'm about two hours away from there. This scene you, fuck, is, you fucking hillbilly. This scene is... I, I actually ended up liking this a little bit. They were trying to build this dynamic of like, kind of like one-upping each other. And um, throughout the scene, they end up... You know, we haven't gotten to it yet, but they kind of end up like liking each other at the end of it because they end up, in a way, kind of working together and kind of... They, they, showing like yeah let's let's the, yeah we'll let's, get to let's, it. let's hold off on all of that yeah okay, yeah this is he's a he's a key player yeah, yeah. but this this scene though yeah. I like the way they build the dynamic between these two so guys for editing purposes we're gonna take a quick break not even for really editing purposes but there's a launch in <gasps> two minutes we're gonna step outside and, and see it and I want to pee before that woo so stick around so we'll be right back you won't even know we're gone that's the beauty of this it's oh, a podcast so cool. no idea. And we're back. Hey, Derek Jeter, fuck you. Mm. Braden started counting down from five, and then at three, when clicked clicked record, it threw me off. Yeah. So it was a little delayed. God, I got to make sure David's on his toes. Yeah, I I was not on my toes for that one. I thought you did pretty well. I did did like a double take. I was like, oh, here we we go. (laughs) So... Uh, we didn't, Derek Jeter, fuck you. It's your fault that we didn't, couldn't see shit. Yeah. We didn't see the launch. What the fuck? Derek Jeter. Fuck you. Some people. Fuck you. No, not some people. Yeah. Derek Jeter. Yeah, the only. Fuck you. <sighs> Deputy's name is Randy McCoy. What a name. And uh, Agent Putnam's like, oh, like the Hatfields and the McCoys? He's like, yeah. Goddamn uh, right. And I hold a grudge just like them. I'm like, all right. Hatfields and McCoy is a big rivalry. It's yeah. a whole A lot whole of grudges. Thing. Biggest, biggest rivalry. Biggest familial rivalry in U.S. history. Hatfields and McCoys. Can't be that big. Yeah. First time I'm just hearing about it. 
Well, I mean, read a book for once, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> help you. <laughs> well, help yourself to a science book because you're starting to sound like a goddamn retard. Uh, what is that from again? South Park. South Park, yeah. So, duh. Yeah. Randy McCoy says he got the job last November because the new sheriff's a friend of his mom's. And fucking Agent Putnam's like, it's fucking town, man. That's nuts. <laughs> and Agent Putnam, he's like, how long you been a government man for? And he says, about two weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking rookie. Boy, Pussy. you a rookie. Yeah. Fucking crooked ass cop, man. You a rookie. Dimitri, close your eyes. So Randy McCoy and Agent Putnam, they're walking through the mud. Oh, Just yeah. mucking it up. And it seems very avoidable. Mm-hmm. And Agent Putnam is wearing a suit and nice shoes, but he's just insisting on walking through the mud. Because he's like, I'm an FBI it's agent not, now. It's not more quiet. Yeah. He's just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. He's trying to when, prove When he something. could just be on the shoulder there and be fine. Yeah, he's like, I, I I wear a suit and tie. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's all and, just for And impresses, impresses Randy McCoy. Randy McCoy goes, huh. First city boy I ever seen that ain't afraid to get dirty. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, man. God. These fucking people. Look at that script writing. Um, so <laughs> they they see the, the truck's just driving away, and you're like, oh shit! They're, they're like, there's the truck. We gotta, gotta go. We don't know where it came from. Yeah. We, they were like returning it to some house or something. <laughs> then they see job. the truck and they run, and then the truck sees that they're there, and he's like, oh shit! Yeah. And turns around and they follow them, and they find the truck abandoned on a bridge, and get out and go try to find them on foot. They see him. Agent Putnam's like, FBI, Immediately, put your weapon down. Let me see your hands. They split up. <laughs> yeah. Got to split up. Got to split up. Got to split up. All this wood surrounding your 360, might as well. So he's th- he, he's looking for him. And then Queen Daenerys just starts narrating again. For no reason. You talking for about? No, for no reason. Am I talking about? While he's trying to look for him in the yeah. woods? Okay, yeah. okay. Absolutely no reason. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to be like, you're talking about like Amelia Clark? I was like, yeah. <laughs> who, 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 else? Who, else, who else played Queen Daenerys? <laughs> I was really, I was, I was taken aback by your you talking about. <laughs> I was like, really? I know what he's getting to. No, nah, I'm talking about John Knoxville. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's just like Mark Putnam. I always wanted to be an FBI agent. I always wanted to catch the bad guys. The way the way she so said he, that. So he must be a good guy, right? The moment that she said that, I was like, oh my god, he's. Either gonna turn to the dark side, or he's gonna die. I was like, he's gonna kill this guy in the woods, and like, the guy's gonna be giving himself up. He's gonna shoot him. Yeah. No, the guy just gets away. Yeah. They exchange shots at each other, and the guy gets away. He hides behind the tree, and he's like, I don't want to chase after this dude in the brush. Yeah, I'm wearing my my good shoes. Yeah. I've already gotten them dirty. You know. Can't get the tie dirty. <laughs> Can't yeah. begin the tie. Yeah. Uh, so the guy just gets away. Then, oh, she's not done. She's not done narrating though. She oh, then just no. starts talking about how her brother Bones got in a fight one night. She's like, yeah, one night, my brother Bones. And you're like, why is this happening right now? Why is she narrating this? Why Why are we talking about Bones? She's like, my brother Bones got in a fight one night. It wasn't too pretty. And you're like, what? <laughs> he was just chasing the bank robber. And he's like, yeah. And like we see him. She's like fucked up on the couch, like <laughs> fucking with him and stuff. Yeah. Like, get, he's playing cards. He wins. And then the guy gets up mad, and he's like, give me my fucking money back. He's like, ain't your money now, bitch. And then the guy, like, fucking throws bones on the ground, starts fucking him up. Amelia Clark gets involved. The guy throws her to the ground. Johnny Knoxville then comes in and drags the guy out of the out of the trailer. And bones 
pulls out his gun and goes, someone's going to die tonight, your grace. And then he walks out, and we don't see it, but he shoots the guy, and then the guy's like, like holding himself at the throat, it looked like. I, I thought that was a chest. That was, that was, I thought his hand, I thought he shot him in the hand, and he was losing so much blood from it. Then I thought, oh, the throat, he's not talking. Could have been the chest. Do a better job. Yeah. 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 It was not clear where he got shot. And... Just, but just like zero to a hundred, how that escalated. Yeah, and and he's the guy looks like he's clearly dying. Yeah, everybody. So everyone leaves. Yeah, naturally, mm-hmm. everyone just gets the fuck, including Bones and Queen Daenerys. Like Bones, Bones, don't you do this? Don't you leave? And he's like, I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. I just shot a person. There was a point where uh, Queen Daenerys looked at the dude who's like been shot, and I thought she was about to be like, "All right, let's dig a fucking hole." Yeah. <laughs> she looks at him. She's like, "I want to watch you while you die." Yeah, that's my brother. Look, you're gonna me. fight. You're gonna fight with my blood, <gasps> my blood, my bones. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking watch you die, Dracarys. Yeah. Dracarys. And so she gets real down on his level, and he's like, <laughs> "So Randy McCoy knocks on Agent Putnam's front door while he's watching Auburn in Kentucky." Play basketball. Ooh, those are some big cracks. Yeah, oh yeah. Watching Auburn, Kentucky play basketball, and he's like, "We got a local drug dealer. He got himself into some trouble and wants to turn snitch." <sighs> so he's like, "All right, I'm in." We then see Queen Daenerys and Johnny Knoxville are watching that game also, and Bone Bones pulls up. Queen Daenerys runs out. She's like, "Bones!" Like gives him a hug, and she's like, "Why don't you come on inside?" He's like, "Would you you need anything? How are you?" And Johnny Knoxville's like, "I mean, you know what he need. You know what he wants. He wants drugs. That's why he's here." Doesn't, yeah. have, doesn't have any money, but he wants drugs. Yeah, and Queen Daenerys is like, it, it, we're just going to say it was in self-defense. Yeah. Trying to, he like, calm him down. Like, it's going to be fine. You're you're not going to get in trouble for this. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. And he's going inside, and we see Agent Putnam and Randy McCoy. They're watching from around the corner. Like, they're hiding behind a thing and watching. And they Johnny, hear it all. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville, he's breaking off some rails, and he's like, now nah, I don't give a shit what your sister says. 180. I'm guessing he gave him a bag of drugs also. Yeah. Because one line, no, no he, way it's $180. I think he said this this will last you a little bit, like a like a certain amount of drugs. Okay. He's like, it's $180, which brings your total that you owe me up to 610 You owe me all of it. He's like, here we go. Here's three lines. One of them's for you. I'm only doing this for you because you're leaving tonight, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm leaving tonight, whatever. Then he snorts the line. And then we hear bum bum bums like FBI open up, and it's Agent Putnam. And like ah shit, they hide the drugs. Queen Daenerys is like, don't let him in without a warrant. He's like, all right, all right. Which is and then Bones goes out the back door and he opens the door, and Johnny Knoxville just immediately lets the agent in. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, I got reason to believe you're harboring a fugitive here. He's like, well, we ain't. And then, like fucking clockwork, Randy McCoy walks in with Bones from the back door. So it was all planned. This is fucking beautiful the way it's working. Yeah. And they're like, ah, shit. And then Queen Daenerys like, he shot that guy in self-defense. He's fine. He didn't do anything wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And. Hey, man. If only it was like a stand your ground state, you know? You shoot an FBI agent? <laughs> well, I guess the the kid. Shoot him? No, the kid shot the guy. And it's trying to say, like, self-defense, if it was, like, a state that was, like, a stand-your-ground law. Maybe, uh, okay. it, maybe it is, but... Um, I feel like Kentucky probably is. Yeah. It was shot in might, Kentucky, yeah. too. Might not have been back then. 
and takes place in Pikesville, Kentucky. Yeah, but they actually shot in in an yeah, area in Kentucky. Of course they did. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, yeah I think it was like, on some some nice lot in LA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously, it's in Kentucky. Look <laughs> how fucking small town this fucking place is. So Queen Daenerys, they, they're sitting on the couch now, and Queen Daenerys is like, "I mean, you know, you could talk your way out of this to Johnny Knoxville." And Johnny Knoxville is like, "I don't want. I'm not gonna want to save your fucking brother so bad." And Agent Putnam goes. I mean, it's none of my business, but I think you should be worried about saving yourself. It's like the residue on that table, with the coke residue on that table, that's enough to violate you and send you back to prison for two years. Like, so how do you want to play this? So Johnny Knoxville's on probation. Yeah, there's fucking. He's like, and you know, I'm. We have probable cause to search the house now. I'm willing to bet we find more. And then fucking Randy McCoy's like, oh, I got a, I got a mirror back here that looks like. Someone was baking something on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, was covered in fucking Coke. Yeah. He's like, and I found this. And he walks. Found hill, the- hillbilly heroin. <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville goes, it's prescription. And he comes and out with a fucking out- two-foot bag. Yeah. It's it's a huge like Ziploc bag. And he's like, someone wrote you a prescription for a thousand Percocets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like- <laughs> it's, it's a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville's like, all right, let's. That's no good. <laughs> yeah. Queen Daenerys goes, Johnny Knoxville has enough information to get us and Bones off of any of this. Yeah, and I do like the way Knoxville played this. He was very subtle with everything he did. Like He played it very realistically, and I don't know what he did for this role, but since I've seen him recently, he looks like he's double the size in this film than he does he's like recently. in this role, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Like, especially like in the jaw, like his jaw looks like double the size than it like usually does. And it just the weight in his face. You, you're just like, oh, I wonder if Johnny Knoxville just like deprived himself of sleep or something to allow himself to look so like worn out in like a good way, though. He didn't look like like complete shit, but hey, he, he looked pretty shitty. He did look shitty, yeah. but like in a Johnny Knox in an aggressive way Johnny Knoxville took this role thinking it's me and Queen Daenerys doing a true crime movie this is my big break I'm going to win an Oscar for this yeah he's like not his big break Johnny Knoxville's doing alright no yeah this was yeah. like his his like I'm a real actor yeah I'm gonna win a fucking Oscar for this movie that's kind of what I meant like a big break for like this. acting wise yeah yeah, yeah. Daenerys thought she was fucking. This was her Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, she was like, "This like, is my my fucking second coming right here." It was her Aaron Brockovich. There you right. go. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know who's Aaron Brockovich. It was a like true movie about some fucking struggle and Southern mom and Julia Roberts played the woman. God damn it! Yeah, it was like a it's like a lower budget but movie where. Julia Roberts might have won an Oscar for it. Like she's I don't very know, good thought I've watched everything that Julia Roberts is in, but nah, you thought wrong. Guess not. You thought wrong. So Johnny Knoxville, he's like, I don't want to until I see a deal in writing. I'm I'm not gonna say anything. And because he's so Agent, fucking smart, Agent Putnam's like, all right, well, while you sit here and weigh your very limited options, we're gonna take all of the drugs and we're gonna take Queen Daenerys's brother. So, you know, you can think about it. Uh, Queen Daenerys, if I was you, I would convince I would convince him to make it. I would convince him to think otherwise. And she says, hear that, Dick Four? Only way we're getting out of this with a deal. And Agent Putnam liked that a lot. He's yeah. like, he, like, smiles. Like, I like her. She said the word dick. So now they're meeting in Portersville, which is another town. They meet in towns, and it says how far they are from Pikesville. 
There's so no real. The furthest thing that they ever go is like 41 miles outside yeah. of Pikesville. Yeah. They're never very far. Johnny Knoxville wants a weekly salary, wants to be off probation, he wants to negotiate his bonus without telling them anything, and he wants to be placed in witness protection if he testifies. And, you know, he should. He should get every single one of those things because that's Johnny Knoxville. That's right. Uh, Agent Putnam's like, I mean, you're asking, that's a lot you're asking for. He's like, even if you're John Gotti, that's a lot. He goes, I got a lot to offer. Who's John Gotti? And they just kind of look at him. And then Agent Putnam, Queen Daenerys is staring him down with the fuck me eyes this whole time. They're yeah. in like a restaurant and she's just staring him down. She went to like the bathroom at some point and she had like a moment where she kind of. She does not go to the bathroom at some point. I thought she. She does not go to the bathroom at some point. Hmm. Uh, she might at some point in this movie, but not at all in this scene. I thought she went and did something and had like nope. a moment. Queen Daenerys is staring him down with the fuck me eyes. Agent Putnam's like, I gotta go make a call. He's like, Randy McCoy, why don't you entertain our guests? He's like, oh, I'll tell him a fishing story. So me and my cousin, we was noodling down in blah, blah, blah Creek and all this. And then, like, we cut away and we oh, see Putnam she, in the well, back. She, she goes to get the phone call. Making his call. Why Why jump? Why be like, oh, now I got it. It's a scene that's it's coming up later in this it's, scene. It's the second. Let's get there. Let's it's, get there, it's though. It's literally happening right now. Let's get there. It's not next scene. So he's back. He pays the bartender and he's like, I want to make a call in private. And he gives her some cash, and she's like, there's a phone in the back you can use. And then he goes back there. We go back, and Randy's talking about his eye. So he hooked it by, the, by the, the, the lip, and then he wrapped his legs around the tail. Ended up being a 162-pounder. And she's like, she's like asking questions. She's, yeah. She's like, I don't believe this story. She's like, so he hooked it by the lip and all that stuff, and how did he do that? And Johnny Knox was like, they was noodling. You ain't listen to the beginning of the story. You got to listen. <laughs> and then the bartender's like, you Queen Daenerys Targaryen? The Daenerys Stormborn of the House Targaryen, <laughs> first of her name, breaker of change, leader of the Unsullied, and mother of dragons? She's like, yeah, that's me. She's like, all right, well, you got a phone call. <laughs> and then she goes over and takes the phone. It's her sister. And her sister's like, hey, uh, someone from the welfare in West Virginia called me. Asking a lot about you. She's like, you sure they were from the welfare? Like, yeah, I knew your case number and all that stuff. Figured you'd want to know. She's like, all right, thank you. And then she hangs up and she turns around and Agent Putnam's just in her face. He's yeah. just right there. And he's like, hey, I'm done talking to Johnny Knox. So that dude's fucking retarded. <laughs> all right. I'm talking to the boss now. All right. All right. You're he's the one he's with never going to get that deal. He's like, you meet me at the drive-thru at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. All right. She's like, why would I do that? Or now she He's like, because I, I want to deal with you, not him. He's like, when we get back there, he's going to ask you who called. Say, none of your business. You don't own me. That's how I'll know you're going to come meet me. And then he references, he's like, uh, you know, it could be a good deal for you know your brother, for him, and for you know some of the stuff you got going on. And she goes, you called the fucking welfare? And he smiles and walks back to the table. She then walks over. Um, as Agent Putnam's telling Johnny Knoxville, he's like, yeah, my boss said no to that crazy deal you asked for. He's like, all right, well, you know, now what do we do? <laughs> you know? And she sits down and immediately puts her foot on his cock. And you're like, ooh, just, just boom. Sits, like immediately puts it on there. And then he's talking and then Johnny Knoxville's like, so who was that on the phone anyways? 
and she says, "None of your business. You don't own me." And then she, and she but she's saying it like in a dominant way, where she's also trying to like be sexy and towards because she, she pushes harder on his cock as she's saying that shit. And then Agent Putnam's like, "All right, well, I think we're done here for now. We reevaluate." Oh, and she, I mean, you guys good with getting going? And she goes, "I could do for a coffee." And she starts mistreating the staff. She just goes, waitress. And but as she does that, she presses even more. Yeah. with her foot. But why? To, but why mistreat? Yeah, why, why mistreat the staff? Because yeah. she knows it that's, made. It she made knows this like her, yeah, the person. She knows it's what the agent wants. The agent he wants loves, to mistreats everyone. He's like, yeah, he's like, oh talk, my god, talk so down to that waitress. Yes. Call her waitress. Yes, she, like, go get me some fucking coffee. She is beneath us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you get it. You get it. Ah, finally. Ah, yes, step on my nuts. <laughs> Much harder. <laughs> Break them. <laughs> she's now. She's like forty-five minutes late to meet with him. And he thinks she's going to not show, and then she pulls up. Yeah. And he pays her. We don't know how much, but he pays her for meeting. And Queen Daenerys just starts shitting on Pikesville. And Agent Putnam's like, her husband is negotiating his way out of this deal. And she says, keep calling him my husband. He's my ex. He's like, we... You guys, you guys live together. He's like, we live under the same roof, but we ain't together. All right, and then she's like, "I." So what you're trying to I, tell I, I me is I ain't been with that dick for in years. And he goes, "What? You keep saying that. What? What is a dick for?" And she smiles. That's, that's so great. What she called him dick for. This is why this movie got in the 40s for me. <laughs> like it would have been so much lower without this. What she called him dick for the first time, I was like, "Oh, I really hope someone asks her." What what's a dick for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really hope that happens. Like that's it's gonna be so great. Yeah, and then it happens. It's yep. so great because she laughs. He realizes it. It's best scene in this movie by far. Yeah, and and it helps kind of build that little sexual tension. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all sexual tension you know, in this movie. Dick. So he asks her. He's like, "What would what would turn your life around right now? Like, what do you want to get? Like, what's what would what would you do?" And, and she said, "Rehab and money." That's what she needs. And he's like, all right, all right. And he said, I, and he's like, I'll tell you what I would change in my life. She's like, I know what you, I know what you want. I also know what's a federal crime and what ain't. You're like, ooh. So, and then that line, how do I say it without like giving anything away? Like, it, it, I, I like the line then, but now that I've seen like the rest of the movie, it kind of better. Piss, it, Even like, better, kind of pisses me off. Even better. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Queen Daenerys is narrating about how the devil comes to you as everything you ever wanted. It doesn't come to you as the devil. The devil looks great when he shows up. It's how he gets you. She then shows. So, so I, once again, building some metaphor, symbology with the devil and all this and that, and and I like it. It just, it just makes. But One time the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul. But he then, you know, he played the fiddle against Charlie Daniels. And Charlie Daniels beat him. What? So then the devil had to leave. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a world. That's you crazy. Know? He just played the fiddle. And he played great. And then Charlie Daniels played it even better. And he was like, bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat. He beat a god. He beat the devil. Which a lot of people think. The devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> He was looking for a soul. I like that. That's a that's a song, right? Yeah, I I got uh, Char- it. Charlie Daniels band. Yeah, uh, she shows Agent Putnam her her dad's grave and Johnny Knoxville's dad's grave. Yeah, as you do when you're informal with the FBI. You're like, let's go, let's go see my daddy's grave. Yeah, let's get real deep. Yeah. 
Queen Daenerys then says she's scared to tell Aiden Putnam because she would get fucking killed if she told him. And he's like, they'll send, <laughs> That's they'll okay. send you. The, he's like, hey, they'll send you to rehab. They'll put you and your kids in another state. They'll get you a good job. They'll even give you ten grand, ten big <laughs> ones, ten huh? grand. Think about huh? how far that could take you. Yeah. And she's like, all right, all right. And then he's leaving. He's like, hey, I know you're scared. I know it's a big risk, but Shh. big risk, big money. <laughs> small risks, small money. And then hands her a small amount of money. <laughs> hands her like a couple hundred bucks. You know what to do. We're now back at the trailer, and Queen Daenerys sneaks into the bedroom at the end of the hall with those two cup with that couple in it. Her kids share a small couch to sleep on. I, you know, and I, it wasn't until probably at this point what in the film life. where I was like, oh, my God, that's where they actually sleep. I thought they were just kind of like chilling this, there this in the beginning. This is the first time we saw them sleeping. Yeah. The first time you would think that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Fucking nuts. Yeah. Fucking nuts that her kids you're gonna share give, the couch. You're going to give a bedroom to, to, to two people, people who, who aren't paying rent. Who are robbing banks. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Nuts. Have your kids sleep on the couch. She so she sneaks down there. Mother of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> and she opens a duffel bag that has two ski masks and two shotguns and a bunch of shotgun shells. Hold on, but the way this is so like idiotic of her to go and sneak in the bedroom. She had no it was there. You're talking about when she went into the bedroom and, and looked into the bag? Yeah. Yeah, she had, no, had to know it was there. True, needed her proof. Yeah, yeah, and but work, like, worked out fine because he wakes up. And he's like, "Pretty, ain't it?" And she like gets scared. He's like, "You want to hold one of the guns?" She goes, "No." He goes, "All right, well, you you keep an eye on the newspaper for the next few days. All right, keep an eye on First Bank right over yonder because I'm gonna be robbing that." <laughs> and then like gets back in bed with his girlfriend. But you're, as he's you're like, why why does he not why is he not like, hey, what were you doing? Yeah, what that, you, that pissed me off. That? Like, it's one thing, like, wakes up and she's like, yeah, can I shoot? Like, she's super into the gun. And then he's like, yeah, I want to take you out and shoot it. But and she's I, like, no. Yeah. No, I don't want to shoot it. I just wanted to see what you had in this bag. Yeah, which is like, what? Yeah, and you're like, well, why? It's none of your fucking business. And he knows that she was doing that while he was sleeping. Now, what I thought he was going to do because of the shit that he did in the beginning when he got behind her and started zipping up the bag, like really slowly, I was thinking, and she was like really timid, standing there. I'm scared, she's like, I, you could kill me right now. I well, I thought he was gonna. Fuck I mean, her? they gave this. He he's gave this. He's gonna bend her over. Something. Fuck like, her on the guns, dude. Like, do a do a Greg Hardy scenario. Yeah, because well, the the sexual implication that they gave in the beginning of the film, I was like, this guy's crazy. He's he's literally crazy. He's robbing banks, doing crazy shit. Greg Hardy uh, beat the shit out of his girlfriend and then threw her on a bed. That was just covered in guns. That's how the, what the police report said. Bed covered in guns and said, I could fucking kill you right now if I wanted to. And I think he had sex with her on the bed covered in guns. He recently came out and said that working a nine to five is really hard and challenging. Yeah. Sounds like he shouldn't squander opportunities he gets in the NFL and the UFC. There you go. <laughs> sounds, sounds, <laughs> like, sounds like he should be a harder worker in those things and he could be retired right now. That was the video. He could have <laughs> he could have gotten another NFL contract and retired. I swear to God, he yeah. was like, this is so much harder than like fighting or being yeah. like the NFL and shit. Fuck that guy. So Johnny Knoxville's playing video games and drinking. Millie Clark comes out like, she looks hot, obviously. Oh, Queen yeah. Daenerys. Like, she Come comes out, out, she's obviously hot. But she's wearing like boots and a kind of whatever dress. And he's like, whoa, you, you ain't going to church, is you? 
Yeah, and Johnny, and yeah. she's like, I could, be, I could be becoming a fucking ordained minister, and you wouldn't give a shit. And then she walks out. Johnny. She doesn't look like she's going to church. So what a just hick comment that is. What like, oh, thought, you look nice. You going to church or something? I thought what was funny too is that the most like the 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 best. I mean, she wasn't really even like trying him or like really insulting him. It was just like an actual comment of like what she's trying to do, and it was like essentially the biggest insult he's ever had. Like he he slumps down, just like yeah, yeah. Like what what have I stooped to to now where she is acting like a normal human for once, and I have to try and like tear her down? Well, yeah, he wasn't trying to tear her down there. He but j- like he's just her. he's commenting that she looks nice, but like why? You know, like he's trying to dig for something and like insult her on like. So he's not insulting her there. He's just in Johnny Knoxville's mind, they were always going to be together. They were always going to end up together. Like they stayed in the house together. It would always end up with those two being together, raising the kids, doing their shit together. Yeah. And he sees that she's dressed. He's trying to find out where she's going because he's like, but Fuck, I also think he's is she annoyed, somebody? like you're saying. And I think For he's sure. trying to jab but, it at her. But, well, you, you ain't going to church, are you? Like, because she's dressed up. Like, it's not it's not an insult. No, but he was trying that's to jab like, it at her. That's, you a, know? that's like, a you look nice. That's why she said where it like you that because she's like, fuck you, basically. Like, oh, I can't, I can't be like a normal person. Like, fuck you. That's how I took it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he was insulting her. I felt like it was like means, a jab. means she felt like, fuck you. And, yeah. she, and she's lying to him, so like, yeah, but she's aggressively putting ago, it on him. He fucking choked her. I'm sure she needed to be choked. She got half of his money there. Where's the other half? And then she's making fucking excuses. He don't want to hear it, Brayden. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. He don't want to hear the fucking excuses. <laughs> she's meeting with Agent Putnam, and she just keeps being like, "I'm scared to to give you any information." And he's like, I'm, I just keep giving you money, your grace. I just keep giving you money, and you're not really giving me anything. Like, grace. I can't just do this forever. And then she starts talking about, she's like, I'm, your wife do stuff I do? Like, he's like, whoa, come on, leave my wife out of this. Like, I mean, whoa, she's, she's high class, huh? She's good, you know? But if she won't suck your dick in a movie theater, you know, how good is she really? And he's like, Jesus Christ. If she, if she won't suck your dick at the movies, then what the hell kind of good is she? And I thought, God damn right. That is the most stupid licking shit I ever heard, and it's fucking factual. No, if she won't, she ain't gonna suck your dick at the movies. What the hell kind of good is she? What's the point? She ain't nothing. What's the point? She ain't nothing if she ain't sucking your dick at the movies. (laughs) You know what? And, and you know it, and I know it. And you know what? And, and like he doesn't say it, but you can kind of tell he knows it. You know, he tells you he's like, hey, 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 I can't have you, go, I can't have you going crazy now, right? Hey, you're the key to everything I want to accomplish. You're my right? main witness. You are the most important woman. Oh, he says just because Johnny Knoxville treats you like a cheap whore doesn't mean you need to act like one. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he says you are you're the key to everything I want to do here. You are the most important person in this town to me. So you should start acting like it. Yeah. Being like, quit doing this whole, I'll suck your dick better than your wife. Your yeah. wife ain't going to do stuff. He's like, start acting like the most important woman in this town. And, and that, to to her, is just like everything she's ever wanted to she's hear. Like, oh, she's like, oh my God, like, think yeah. about what could be. I'm so important to him. I could be everything. I'm a fucking star. <laughs> yeah, party, I'm a fucking star. It's, it's party time back at the trailer. Queen Daenerys is getting fucked up. 
and yeah, then, it, then it's just the next morning and she looks around and she sees her kids on the couch. And like as if you didn't know she was a f- enough of a fuck up. Yeah, she's like, man. Gotta drive it home. Something's gotta, something's gotta give. So she goes and she meets Agent Putnam 26 miles outside of Pikesville. Ah, thank God we knew. She's like, I <laughs> long haired dude who lives in my trailer. He's robbing the banks. I saw the guns. I saw the ski masks. And he goes. She, she thinks he's going to be upset that she hadn't been telling him. And he's so happy. Yeah. He's like, this is fucking incredible. It's like, like a oh long, my God, this is incredible. It's a long pause. Yeah. She doesn't know what to think at first. She's like, oh my God, it's going to be mad. It's going to be happy. He's like, incredible. She goes to kiss him. And he's like, hey, come on. We can't, we can't. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, we can't be doing this. And she goes, and she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah, okay. You're right. You're right, okay. And he's <laughs> he then says, all right, we got to let him rob this next bank, unfortunately. Otherwise, we don't have shit. Yeah, he's like, so we got to let him go through with the next robbery. Because it makes sense. Yeah. She's found all the guns and stuff and the ski masks, but he can be like, yeah, I never robbed those banks. I just own those things. She finds it, and then he robs a bank. Like, well, there's the duffel bag she saw, all that stuff. Boom, we got him. Uh, so he goes to the next robbery, and while he's in the middle of doing it, an old man opens the bank door, and he shoots at him, doesn't shoot him, puts everyone in the vault. He doesn't close it all the way, per their request. She's like, please don't close it all the way. Like, I'm g- there was like 20 people. I assume it's going to take forever for them there. to open, yeah. Yeah, like, she's she like, please don't. Yeah. Like, We're not going to chase you. Please yeah, don't. Like but he, while he got confused with uh, the old man at the door and he was distracted, lady slipped a dye pack in, too. Yeah, she fucking did. Very slick. And he's running, and, like, she's the car, and she's like, come on, come on. She might have been honking. She might have been honking this fucking girlfriend. Stupid. Yeah, like, like, come on, I'm over here. And he's like... Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's like fucking crip walking. Like, he's, he's, he's literally he's like, imagine you're running the football into the end zone and they start like dancing High as they're going. Yeah. It's literally what he's doing with the fucking bat. And then the die pack explodes and he's like, oh shit, it's loud as fuck. He's like, I got shot. I got shot. And like, he realizes he didn't and he's like, fuck. There's a die pack in the bag. And then he goes, throws it in the trunk and they, they drive off. God, you know, it's just. Queen, Queen Daenerys is driving. Life. And her pager goes off, and she's fucking pumped. And she fucking busts a Yui. And oh, my God. goes to the meetup spot. They meet at the old mine. Oh. And Agent Putnam says, long hair, you robbed the First National Bank. She's like, all right, so now what? He's like, are you ready for this? We're going we're gonna to go fucking get him. He's like, he's going to be hiding out somewhere. I need you to find out where. Let me know. She's like, all right, I will. He's like, this is big. And she reaches out for the hand, and he holds it. And they hold it there. He's like, this is so big. I'm so proud of you. And then he drives off, and she, like, leaves her hand out and then pulls it back in. And for anything purposes, we're going to take a quick break. But business is about to pick up. Uh, but don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare go anywhere. And we're back. Hello. Hey, Derek Cheater. Fuck you. <sighs> so it's game time. Homeboy calls Johnny Knoxville, and he's like, I got the money, but the die pack went off on it, so I don't know if it's any good. Do you still want your cut? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just bring it. Whatever. We'll sort that shit out later. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm laying low right now. And he was calling him from, like, a payphone or something. Johnny Knoxville was like, well, what's the number for where you're staying at? And he's like, all right, you got a pen. I'll give it to you. And Johnny Knoxville writes it on his hand. Amelia Clark, like, Knows that's the phone call that's happening. This shit pissed me off. So she walks up right when he gets off the phone and like starts grabbing him. And he's like, what you doing? She goes, what you think I'm doing? You know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then they go in the bedroom and fuck. 
and you and see she's, her. She's like looking at his hand while they're fucking. But she gets the number. <laughs> it seems like ridiculous, dude. She's she's trying so hard to concentrate to look at the hand. Absolutely. You, it's like, dude, you could have finessed him so much easier. You could have been like, hey, uh, I, I need your help with this. Come look at this pipe in the fucking kitchen. And as he's yeah. looking at something, just look at his hand. Yeah, but maybe he's like, I don't want to do the pipe. True. Yeah. And then what? She came back. Okay, well, let's fuck them. Couldn't you, like, though? you know, she, she knew this would work. And there could have been an easier way, but she runs the risk of that not working. She knew Johnny Knoxville. I was not going to say, no, I'm good. Yeah. She's got she's that like, southern she's charm. She's like, no, let's... F- and she, gorgeous. Oh. She's so attractive. The mother of the dragon. So attractive, yeah. He, she knew he wanted to fuck her. Oh. So she's like, I, 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 whatever. This is yeah. gonna work. I'll fuck him, whatever. Mm-hmm. We fucked before. He ain't half bad. Let's go. <laughs> and they fuck, and she gets the, the phone number, and then... Yeah, she does. We see homeboy, long hair. He's yelling at his girlfriend for not helping his mom clean up. Around the house. They're just laying low at mom's house. And I guess it's like, mom, you don't have to clean that. Hey, get your ass up and help her. You see her over there working? Come on. And <laughs> FBI is surrounding the house. And that guy from that thing tells Agent Putnam something that's not very helpful. No. She goes, it's better. It's better work out. Or you're people, fucking fired. People lose jobs for stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's like, oh, that's really helpful right now while we're all here. Yeah. yeah. And sh- shut the fuck yeah. up because like, yeah. we're approaching the house. FBI, they, they flash the lights on the house and they say, FBI, we have the house surrounded. Ste- you have 30 seconds to step out with your hands up or we will force our way in. And it turns out they don't have the house fully surrounded because homeboy like jumps out of a back window and no one's there waiting for him. They come around the corner and see him getting out. And they're like, hey! And, like, they fucking run after him. Surround the house before you make the announcement. They were, what I, are we doing? I, there was, like, an open field that he yeah. ran into. Well, I, I saw cop cars on, like, the other street, but they weren't, like, directly behind the house. It's like, yeah, yeah get, get up behind, behind. Surrounded. Yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. That's what surrounded means. You yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Not just the block. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. You're like, ah, shit, we didn't. We didn't know that there were four sides. We thought it was like a triangle house. Yeah. And we were like, we got it. We got we got the three sides of the house. Yeah. We didn't realize there was a fourth side. That's Guys, that's on us. There's a lot of yards. That's on us. We didn't know the house had four sides. Yeah. All right? That's... I, you know, I don't build houses, you know? I ain't been doing it. I thought we were doing pyramids. Yeah. You know? I love pyramids. Yeah, pyramids are sick. Really cool. You know? Yeah. Aliens. Might have made the pyramids. <laughs> Aliens did not make the pyramids. You're you gonna don't know that. You're gonna take that away from the Jews. Every chance you get, you take something away from the Jews. Oh, first you, you were. He was denying the Holocaust earlier, which I was. <laughs> I was like, dude. And he was like, and like, thank God we're close to the point where like we're gonna not have anyone who was around back then who could sit here and lie and say, oh, I saw the Holocaust. Like, we're finally gonna be away from that to where. They can't pull that shit anymore. David, I know and it's hard for you. And now you're taking away the pyramids from the Jews. I know it's hard for you to admit that the pyramids were built by aliens, but... No, it's just easy for you to chop away at the Jews every chance you get. <laughs> every chance you get. So he comes running out, and Agent Putnam and fucking Randy McCoy, they chase <sighs> him. McCoy. And we hear gunshots, and we don't see anything yet. And Queen Daenerys is like, oh, no, that was a gunshot. 
And then we see Agent Putnam and Randy McCoy come in and they have long hair homeboy. And the first thing she says is cuffs. The, the moment I heard that gunshot, I got fucking wet or some shit. I'm like, what? You look scared, yo. You did not look like you were into it. She looks scared. Did she not? Shit, the moment I heard that gunshot, I nearly wet myself. Ah. <laughs> like, like she was so scared that she almost pissed her pants. Well, not, okay. not my pussy was so wet when I heard that gunshot. But what did she say next? Because now sure, she's, sure, sure. Yeah. But, but it's crazy for you to have, for you to have thought that because well, you heard this before you saw what happened. But that's not you what I thought at first. In the present. So that's not what I thought at first. But then when she said what she said afterwards, I'm like, no, like, she's totally this fucking slut saying her pussy's she, wet. She looks scared. She is doing that, I bro. So even if she was she trying was to say. She nearly wet her. Like, she was so scared she almost pissed her pants. Yeah. Is what she said. Is what she said. And but is, that wasn't what, the main intention of saying that, though. She's totally trying to. Sure, she's, she sure. She's trying to push the Sure, but shit. she was not trying to say my pussy got so wet when I heard that. Anytime I hear a gun, I'm just ready to go. She didn't, but Mr. I did Mr. think... Mr. Special Agent. But I did think that she wanted him dude, to think dude, that. Dude, we can't, we can't move past how ridiculous it is. No, because what's the next that line? That you were like, she's saying she was wet. She wasn't wet, she was scared. Like <laughs> The fact that you... That's the connection you made. It's nonsense. No, I'm. Th- that's what I'm trying to say is... She, I really believe that they were trying to make that like intention that that's not what she said, but that's what she not meant. They, no, I totally think, bro. No. I totally think, bro. She was already pushing the fucking cock with her fucking foot. She's taking every chance she gets yeah, to build she this was sexual so shit. She, she was still building it. She's like, I was so scared. I thought you were dead. I almost pissed my pants. Like she's building like how important he is to her. But for me- sure, she's doing that. But she was not saying, man, my pussy got so wet. When I heard that gunshot, I thought someone's dead. Oh, thank God, somebody's dead. And I then thought, she starts, well, because she said, "I thought you shot him or some shit." I thought she's like, "I don't know who got shot." Uh yeah. She's like, "I was, I was scared. I thought it could have been you, baby. I could have lost you. You're my rock. You're everything to me." All right. She starts yeah. talking about. It. She's like, "We make such a good team." Yeah, you, she does. You deserve a reward. Yeah, she does. And he's like, "Oh yeah." And she says. <laughs> She says, I swear, he said, you deserve a reward. <laughs> and then she says, like, he's dropping her off at her car. And they, they, they like, motel, like, cabin motels. It looked like a nice place to stay. And now, as and she's she doing said, this. no, 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 because she says ridiculousness here. And I need you to not cut it off. Okay. She says, you deserve a reward. Have you ever come like it was coming through your toes? Just coming through your whole body? And unfortunately, and he, said, he says no. Yeah, unfortunately and for him, says, he says no. Oh, fortunately for him, he's like yeah all the time. And she's like oh, yeah. Well, you have a nice night. <laughs> he says no, and she goes, "Well, get us one of them rooms, boy, and you will." But as she was saying this, she was like fondling his package, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting one of these fucking rooms. Holy shit! I got and they I got the to a mother room. of dragons. Yeah." Telling me I'm gonna come through my toes. That's bananas. Let's go. With some fucking southern accent. So they fuck, and Agent Putnam goes home to his fucking. And you know what? To his under, fucking under, boring wife and his ugly fucking baby. The sex is underwhelming. I, mean, I was thinking. There is There are limits to what you can get 
Queen Daenerys to do on camera. That's 100% yeah. true. <laughs> like they could, I, I know. They could, I they know. could just show it ridiculously. Well, well, and then, like, and so, so then, then okay, so they're the like, sex scene. They're, they're like, we're getting her to do a lot more than we thought we would get her to do. They're having no, like, like, like love. Like, they're making. Call? No, it's okay. not important. Right. I don't know who that is, but uh, it just seemed more like it could be Fenor. Like they were. <laughs> When's the last time we got a call from Fenor? It's been a while. It just seemed like they were like having like love, making love rather than like having like some some s- dirty some dirty sex. Like she was kind of like. So here's the thing: real life. Onto. Real life, they were having dirty sex. Yeah, for Amelia sure. Clark's like, I'm making love. Yeah. All right. If I'm gonna have sex on camera, the way I read make, this book, we're making love. All right. The book implied yeah. it was love making. Yeah. She's like, and that's she even refers it to as love making. Yeah, like that's they, they did that part well with this character, Queen Daenerys. She's making love when they do this. Yeah, that's what until, she until until she's not, and we'll yeah. get to that. Mm. So ah, I just did a whole thing. He goes home to his fucking wife and ugly fucking baby, and he's like, she's asleep, and he wakes her up. And he's like, hey, guess what? <laughs> we got him. We got the guy, and she's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And she's like, what's this? And we then it's cut to Daenerys. Blood. Daenerys bit him on the cheek, <laughs> and he's got like like he's like still cut and bleeding. He's like, oh, I got in like a little scuffle. It's it's fine. I'll yeah. be fine. She's like, okay. Don't you hate it when that happens when yeah. she's having sex? And yeah, a girl just well, beats you up to insane. a point to where you're just <laughs> bleeding. They, they just bite. You. They know you're married, so they bite you, scratch so, you. So you got marks. Yeah, you're just covered in marks. Yeah. Like yeah, go try to fuck your wife now. <laughs> Man, that's. Uh, some crazy shit. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. If you're if you're cheating on your wife, you're asking for a girl to do that shit. Dude. Oh, totally. Hun- she knows you're married. Yeah. She is leaving marks. Any girl, and this is the thing too, like any girl that that's really gonna get with you when she, when you know that that person's cheating on a significant other. Yeah. They're do a big part of that is they they get off on the on the knowing that they are better than now this other person. Yeah. Like you you have and like let's let's let her know. I exactly. let's, let's see if she catches me. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like the weird thing about that whole thing. So guys, if guess you're what? Ever- <laughs> Next fucking scene. Yeah. Queen Daenerys just calls the house. And she's like, "Yo, is uh is Agent Putnam there?" She's like, "No, no, he's out." Uh, she's like, oh, well, my name's Queen Daenerys, Stormborn of the House Targaryen, first of her name, Breaker of Chains, Leader of the Unsullied, and Mother of Dragons. So, I know your husband, but I can't tell you how I know your husband. And the wife kind of diffuses it. She's like, I know all about you, Daenerys. And she's like, and Daenerys oh. is like, she's like, oh, shit. Fucking bitch. She's like disappointed. Yeah. Because she wanted the wife she to be like, mind fucker. She wanted to be like, well, who the fuck's this bitch? Yeah. And like and go down this whole thing. Yeah. So Daenerys is like, you want to go get like a coffee or something? She's like, uh, yeah, I'd love to. She's like, yeah, let me let me try to think of a place that's out of the way because you know we got to keep it on the down low. She's like, yeah, I, we do. Do you think they were gonna fuck? At some point, yes. Not here though. I totally thought when the wife was like, yeah, we. I'll do. tell you we, when we do need to keep it on the down low. I was like, oh, they might hook up. Yeah, this is gonna I'll, be great. I'll I'll tell you when I thought they were gonna. Fuck. All right, you tell me when. I will I'll fucking tell you. All right, don't you tell me. Yeah. I'll fucking tell you. <laughs> They missed their fucking opportunity. So they're, they meet at some place that's out of the way, 18 miles away. Wife tells some story about Agent Putnam not wanting to smoke a joint and running home, two miles home. And that's how he's always been a straight arrow. She's like, yeah, he has, I bet. 
she then starts talking about how she was not a straight arrow. She's like, I got kicked out of Catholic school as a girl, and then I found boys, and I just started sucking and fucking every boy I can get my hands on. She doesn't use those words, but that's what she says. Yeah. She's like, I was just sucking and fucking and banging everything that had a pulse. And then one morning I just woke up in another guy's bed who I didn't know. I'm doing the southern accent. She does not have a southern accent at all. Yeah, the she wife doesn't. Talking. In another guy's bed who I didn't know. And, you know, I, I realized that I needed to change. And Queen Daenerys like, well, how how'd you change? So I got honest with my parents. They paid off my debt, which, oh, what a what a come up that is. Where that's, Queen Daenerys does not have that option. Yeah. They paid off my debt and they sent me to rehab out in Arizona. So they're very, very similar, and basically everything that uh, Daenerys wants, this other girl has. Yeah. But Daener- but they're very similar. Daenerys wants to go to rehab and to have money, and also like she, be she saved. wants to change, wants to be saved. This girl, and she's like, and then I met Agent Putnam, and Agent Putnam saved me. Uh, Daenerys said she wanted to be a playboy playmate. Yeah. yeah. So they were like building, you know, some type of um, uh, like relation, I guess, you know. They're very similar. Daenerys did not share as much. Yeah. Daenerys was careful not to share as much about her life Mm -hmm. as this woman shared about her life. Yeah. And this woman seemed pretty wise, though, as to like where Daenerys is coming from. Almost like as if she already knew and was like, all right, if I tell her these things, maybe she'll kind of like realize. Well, she did. Yeah. She did, though. And um, she's like, we have a she's like, we have a five day plan or five day. A five day plan. Yeah, five. <laughs> five year. Yeah, we have a five year plan. Wants to get transferred out of here. Then we have another kid. Yeah, you know, he gets the promotion, the big office. Blah blah blah. Queen Daenerys. Wife knows Queen Daenerys wants to change too. She like, told me you want to change. I'd I'd love to help any way possible. Just so sweet. she knew. That's why she shared all of her shit, thinking Daenerys might share some of her shit, and I like open a lane where I could help her. Which fucking, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, they, that that girl, that woman seemed like honestly fucking great woman. Honestly, this is a this is the most missed opportunity from Daenerys' part in this whole movie. Now that I think back to it, like in the real life story too, this probably could have been the biggest changing moment in a way for sure. If she would have kind of just for sure saw it what it was. So Queen Daenerys then like she finishes her drink at beer, and she's like, "You didn't, you didn't touch yours." She's like, yeah, I don't drink anymore. Yeah, my story, I told you I went to rehab. Yeah, you were so quick to order <laughs> yeah. it. And that, that's, she's like, yeah, you just, I was going to get a Diet Coke, but you were just so quick to order it for me, and I just, yeah. Is there such, is there a word for lady cuck? Because that is what this lady is. This lady, Daenerys is fucking her husband. Daenerys is ordering her drinks that she doesn't want, and instead of being like, oh, no, I actually want this, she just keeps her fucking mouth shut. She sits at her seat and she doesn't drink anything. Yeah. And let's Daenerys. Daenerys takes her drink and drinks it. Let's Daenerys have two drinks because she doesn't deserve a drink. Yeah. And Daenerys gets to please her husband in ways she never could. Yeah. Coming Is there a the, word for Lady Cuck? Is just Lady Cuck? Toes. So just yeah. Lady Cuck? Yeah, we'll go with Lady yeah. Cuck. Like she's a Lady Cuck. Yeah. Just accepting that. And they're they're meeting up. They're fucking on the regular. Daenerys is narrating how much she loved it and how powerful she felt when we made love in his wife's bed. Yeah, that was so great. 
That was so that was, fucking that great. That was crazy. So now it's built to where she has she's like a fanatic, you know, like about trying to live this life. Yeah. To she's, be to be a be, basically the the woman that she was just with. Yeah. Uh, Putnam's wife. Yeah. She's she's stealing that lady's life, and she she loves it. She feels powerful. She feels good. She feels happy. Yeah. Something it's that just, she feels like she's been like deprived of. Yeah. Like her whole life. Uh, Agent Putnam, he's talking about his fucking dad and how he got into some private school because they couldn't afford it and how proud his dad was of him. And then dad died before he can graduate college and he wanted his dad to see him. And then she just says, you know, you don't have to be perfect for people to love you. <sighs> like, she's actually, she's like helping him. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. I don't fucking need yeah. you. <laughs> Queen Daenerys then like does like a thing in bed and he's like, you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm just a little drug sick. You know, I don't I don't know if I'm, I'm cut out to be sober. Yeah, I wasn't cut out to be sober. Yeah. He's like, hey, you're, you're doing great. And I'm so proud of you. So, so I don't know if she has. She's been trying to be sober. So like she's just she's getting dope sick right now because yeah. she's not on the dope. But like how, how long has she been off the dope? Yeah. And if you talk to a heroin addict the next day, they're dope sick. And that's why they do more heroin. Yeah. And it, it's probably is that it's probably been like one day or two. And yeah. the only thing that's probably helped her. Is the high she's been getting off of the fucking fucking in that dude's wife's bed? Yeah, I mean, what if your wife comes home? Yeah, she's been like, what if that wonderful woman that I met who said she wants to help me? The amount of like effort and thought that has to go into all those things that she just did is crazy. Queen Daenerys then takes her kids to the same church. That Agent Putnam and his family goes to, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And she and he like sees her come in. He's like, "Fuck the." fuck she's doing here and she's just staring at him and she's narrating about how she feels like she deserves to be the one standing next to him in church not the one who's just fucking him and then bringing her kid and having to watch the family it's crazy deserves to be her in the family she then oh and she then narrates that like should be by his side blah 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 then things got worse when uh the fat black friend from eight mile showed up oh yeah and then fat black friend from 8 Mile, he walks into Agent Putnam's office, and he's like, you Agent Putnam? And he, like, reaches in his desk. He's like, who wants to know? He goes, I do, bitch. He's like, I'm about to make your career. He's like, and I ain't armed. Take your fucking hand off your gun. Ooh. And then he takes his hand off his gun. And then 8 Mile sits down to start telling him. And as he's telling him, for no reason at all, Queen Daenerys narrates over what he's saying and just says what he says. He's like, there's this guy, Rufus, whatever. Uh, yes. He's bringing, he's bringing in money from Mexico. And you can still, like, hear him yeah, in the back. Yeah, you, you can hear him saying it. And she's just narrating him. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Like, why is she saying it right now? Why not? You can you can have him say nothing and have yeah. her narrate it, which is an odd take, but whatever. You can have him just say what he's bringing to the table. I'm starting to think the director. You cannot do both. Yeah. You fucking just can't. I'm thinking the director had, had something... With, with Daenerys, you know. He just, just loved that voice. And, and like, every chance like, I get, I want to hear this voice. He's like, you know, there's something missing. And he's like in the editing booth. Yeah. There's just something missing. Yeah. We gotta... I could I could never direct a movie. More voiceover. I could never direct a movie that she was starring in. She should be bricked up the whole time. I would just be like, <laughs> I would just be like, so, so your grace, how do you want to do it? <laughs> like, like I, she would be directing it. I would just be like, all right, that sounds good. Yeah. Just, I was uh, like, do you want more scenes, less scenes? How do you like... <laughs> More money, I'll, I'll talk to the people. We'll get you more money. Whatever you want. Yeah. Just like, I would try to be like, she, to where she's like, I want him to direct 
everything I'm in. The first day on yeah. set. She's like, I was thinking about doing this kind of, you know, southern accent. You're like, oh, my God. Sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever accent you want to do, you do. You start drooling um, out the mouth. Yeah. We will do. Yeah, no, yeah that, we will that do as many. Great. <laughs> yeah, you could be in all of the scenes. You can be in none of the scenes. Whatever. We'll pay you. We'll pay you the same no matter what. I just, you know, however you want to do this movie is how we're going to do it. Thank you for being yeah. here. Yeah, thank you, Your Grace. <laughs> I, would, I would bend the knee. I would I'd be like, thank you, Your Grace. <laughs> it is my honor to be in your presence. Yeah, it would be... People would be like, dude, this guy can't be directing the movie. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you fucking... Be, this is uh, nuts. I'm an actor too, yeah. dude. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, you're Johnny Knoxville. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Like, yeah, yeah. Go, it's great. Stand over it's there. great, but I don't give a fuck. Go, go, do, go hurt yourself doing something. Then I'll watch. Uh, so yeah. then shut the fuck up. This is her movie. Don't you fucking ruin this for me, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to cast you. I wanted some nobody to do your role, so this would be easier for me to do. Yeah, you make shit difficult. Yeah, yeah so 8 Mile knows a dude smuggling drugs from Mexico, and he stashed him at the old coal mine. You know? You shut down the old coal mine. Everything bad yeah. now is being ran at the coal mine. So we then find helicopters are cool. Oh, who doesn't like a... Yeah, and we, see, and we see Agent Putnam. He's flying in a helicopter. Get to the chopper. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. And they're not like, whoa, what's the helicopter doing up there? <laughs> yeah, nobody. They're just standing there with their guns, not even looking up. Standing there with their guns and their drugs, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is the spot. Yeah. This is where the guns and the drugs are. It's got to we'll be. We'll go get them. Yeah. We will go get them. Queen Daenerys then says... She's narrating. And, like, there's a whole, like, he's working really hard on that case... And we see her, like, she's waiting at a motel and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm always, like, looking at the phone and making calls and not getting through. Show me a man who's working all the time. And I'll show you a woman he's avoiding. And it's her. She's the woman. Yeah. She's the one with Cena go. You would have thought he was his fucking ugly-ass wife. Because he's always around fucking her. But now he's avoiding me. See, that shit pissed me off. That line right there, man. It's like, it's like the man can never do enough, you know? It's like he's working too much, working too little. He owes her. All right. Yeah, whatever. All right. She <laughs> needs him, and he needs to be over there. She then, she, oh, she's she's at a motel yeah. waiting for me. Doesn't answer, and he no shows. Who paid for the room? Is she just paying for motel rooms, and he's no showing? I'm sure he did. Man, how? Because this did not seem like a pre-planned thing. Yeah, like this, this, but this was well, also this was also in the eighties. She says I don't like, think he's calling in with a credit card. I assume it's a cash transaction at the motel. I feel like she's paying cash at the front and then yeah, going in. She might get reimbursed. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, because like this was in the 80s. There's pagers and fucking landlines. Yeah. He wasn't calling and be like, here's my credit card number. Uh, Mother of Dragons is going to show up. But they were at that hotel already before. Yeah, but you don't want to. It's not okay what he's doing with her. No, yeah. So, so he's not like making like it known with the hotel people. Like, yeah, we're gonna be here all the time. Let's we'll just keep an account under my name. I'll come pay it off once a week. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just sort of show up whenever. Like, there's no way. Yeah. So Daenerys, she's just paying out of pocket on that. Has to be. This guy's an asshole. Yeah. So she just shows up at the FBI office, and he's like, "You cannot be here." The fuck? She's like, "I need you. You didn't show up at the motel." He's like, yeah, "I'm busy working." She's like, "Why didn't you call?" He's like, "Cause I'm busy working." She's like, "I fucking hate you." And he's like, hey, we'll, we'll talk soon, I swear. And he goes to leave, and she's like, well, me and Johnny Knoxville lived in Pittsburgh for a year. We knew a drug dealer who had the captain of the Pittsburgh police on his payroll. <sighs> and you're like, man, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but 
He's like, fuck. She's like, yeah, that'd be a big case, wouldn't it? He's like, all right, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this sometime. She's like, when? Huh? When? She's like, really pushing. He goes, tomorrow. I promise. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's, um, I don't know, man. The flow of a lot of this shit is just like, um, and like. It's it's nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. And her narrating, it doesn't help. Yeah, it's just dragging it out. Yeah. Guys, for anything purpose, we're going to take a quick break. But Brayden's favorite scene is next. So don't you dare go anywhere. Uh, it's not Brayden's favorite scene next, actually. That's coming up later. <laughs> but uh, but stick around. Because we'll be right back. And we're back. Hello! Fuck you, Derek Cheater. F you, DJ. Bitch. So we're back at the trailer, and John Knoxville is like, you have fun at the motel? And she's like, nope. He goes, why did... Why did Bumpy see you there? She said, oh, was Bumpy spying on me and running back to you to get some free drugs? It's like, he said he saw you there. He said, yeah, I was at the motel. I didn't have fun, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's she's quick with it. She does yeah. not give a fuck. So Johnny Knoxville, I didn't have no fun, is what she said. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville like goes in and closes the screen door. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, get the fuck out of here. All right, don't you? We're fucking done. Yeah. She's like, no, you can't do this to me. He's like, if you come inside here, I'll break your fucking neck. And it's crazy that he kicked her out. Not, not, not like just kicked her out, but the fact that they have like kids and there was like nothing even discussed. It was like, you're just gone. And that that kind of irritated me because she wasn't like, she doesn't know how long she's kicked out of the house. So it's not the house. It's like, well, when am I going to be able to see my fucking kids? You know, and that, that wasn't even like in. She should have thought of that. Before she went to the motel. There you go. You know? She should have. Johnny Knoxville's got feelings. Yeah. He's a man with a heart. Like rusty yeah. nails. He does. You know? And God, yeah. man. Johnny Knoxville's just... If you come in this house, I'll break your fucking neck. He is just the, you hear me? the epitome of an American father, you know? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So Queen Daenerys, naturally, she goes to Agent Putnam's house. He's like, I need a place to stay. He kicked me out, threatened to kill me. And the that and, one in there, Agent Putnam's like, I don't believe her. I don't want her to stay here. And, and the get, wife's and, like, the wife's like, but she's not just a wife. She's like the lady cuck. Lady cuck. She's like, we gotta let her stay. Yeah. All right. We've got to let her stay. And he's just like, all right, all right. So then, while they're sleeping, Amelia Clark sneaks up into their bedroom and like taps him on the shoulder. What the he, he, he doesn't make. He doesn't say anything or make any noise. Yeah, but he looks at her like, "What the yeah, fuck?" Yeah, I mean, he doesn't say what the yeah, fuck. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, I can't see. He me, turns so and like, he turns and looks at her and is surprised, and she just sort of stares to see what he'll do, and just and walks backwards, just looking. But, at But him. not a lot. She takes like a step back, so he has room to stand up. But he is just like drawn towards her as if she, he's like, uh, what's what's the the word I'm looking for when someone gets like put under. Like a like a hypnosis like a trance, yeah, like a trance, like a hypnosis. That's what he looks like when he's like getting out of the bed. That's how I took it as. Yeah, she just hit him with that fucking. And she and he gets up and they go downstairs together. And wife like wakes up but doesn't look behind her. Like but as, you, as they walk away, you can kind of tell like she kind of knows. So he's up and Daenerys is sucking his cock downstairs in the living room. And David, let me tell you. This is when I thought 
Cause he there's a there's a point where he's getting his dick sucked and he's like looking at the house and the stairs. He looks at the stairs. And yeah. I thought in that moment she was gonna just well you peek. Saw, well she did, huh? She peeks out. Yeah, she doesn't go get involved, but she peeks down, and then we see her just sort of start like getting getting dirty with herself. <laughs> to quote the great Braden Bullard, she starts getting dirty with herself, and yeah. you're like, oh, lady cucks into it. All yeah, right, all yeah. right, here we go. Yeah, here we go. That's a proper lady cuck. Yeah, I was a little down. I thought, yeah. you know, totally. She, she starts getting dirty with herself, and he goes, hey, nobody gave you permission. <laughs> you can watch, but keep your fucking hands where I can see them. And then she, like, keeps the hands up on the railing, and she watches, and he's like, you can keep going. And as this is happening, this is they're, they're trying to make it as if this is somewhat, like, religious, too, because they kept doing that metaphor, this the symbology of the devil, this and that. And and she said at one point that the devil comes as someone that you want to be like as you essentially. So that's kind of like what she's kind of like trying to mimic the wife, I feel like, to an extent, uh, because she probably thinks that's what he wants to a degree. But also someone who is willing to take risk and do certain things, uh, which is this like sucking his fucking dick and, you know, at the home like and um, the lighting in the background coming through the the windows and then the there was lightning i think going on as well it was like it was almost like turning to the dark side like turning to the devil or some shit you know what i'm saying like i felt like it was trying to build that kind of like symbology especially from the other shit they were talking about i just have a problem with the rest of the film so at this point i'm like oh the devil got the way the devil has done what the devil does the devil won the devil won yes the fiddle Competition. There you go. He played the fiddle the best. Yeah. There was no Johnny to beat the f- to beat him at the fiddle. There was no Dick. It was a fiddle. She was fiddling the the fuck out of the the fiddle. That's what the devil does. Always does. <laughs> Always baby. does. Always does. Uh, uh, she and then she's narrating. She's like, I knew he was pulling away. I just figured I can pull him back in, like the devil does. And then I found out what was really going on. And she's, she's doing dishes with the wife. Shit is crazy. And the wife asks permission to 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 speak. speak. (laughs) (laughs) They're like doing the dishes and she's like, Am I um can am I can I can I tell you my news now? And she's like, Alright, fine, what is it? She goes, we're pregnant. We're due in March, which wasn't the plan, but it's 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 pretty great, right? Didn't she say it too like, oh, can I tell you the news? That I wanted to tell you, or something. Like she that. said, "Am I am I allowed to tell you my big news now? Now, yeah, yeah. As if it was like, as, as if she tried too early, and Amelia and Queen Daenerys was like, hey, I don't want to hear it.' Right. <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> as if she was like, just enough. You you don't matter. That I, adds to the you. <laughs> listen, you you aren't important. You're like not really a person. You are beneath yeah. me. You like you just don't matter. You're like nothing. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, I'll yeah. just I'll go I, do the dishes. I'm the cook." So she asks permission to tell her that she's pregnant, and Amelia Clark is clearly unhappy about it. She's and like, she says, "Incredible. Yeah, it's incredible." She then narrates, "I've been fornicating like a long-haired rabbit." Kathy gets pregnant. Are you fucking kidding? And Kathy gets pregnant. Shit. Shit. She says shit. 
She a bunch it, in this movie. There was a there was another word that she said. I'm like, that's not how country Dick people. Four? No, it was another curse word. Or no, eight. I think it was. She was saying you need. Eight? Yeah, I think it was either oh, eight or age. And she said, kids. "I eat like that." And I was like, "That's not how fucking country people fucking say." Kids had an eight. I I kids had an eight. But it was but that that's more how it should kids be. Kids ain't eight. That's how it's more. They shipping. ain't eight yet. It, it was worse than that. I. I mean, give her. It was like I give her a break. She's fucking British. Well, you like, and you and I live in South Florida. Yeah. All that's right. That's the only reason why I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, give her a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. All you'll, right. You'll say some British shit wrong. All right. For sure, I will. So but, she's riding in a cool <laughs> elevator, and she goes to meet with fucking Rufus, the dude that Agent Putnam's investigating, and turns oh. out she might work for him. Yeah. And he's like, well, what's so important that you need to come all the way out here and see me? And she's like, the FBI is going to shut down your little drug ring you got going on here. He's like, well, how the fuck do you know that? She goes, trust me, I do. And then apparently he did because she walks out with money and a bag of Coke. And then she's sitting in her car and she's conflicted. So I'm guessing she had been sober up until now, which I don't know, was fucking a week. Who knows how <laughs> yeah. long. It yeah. could have been a week. could have been five years. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, this- and she's just sitting there. She's conflicted, and then she uses her, her long nail, and she starts taking some bumps and, and gumming it a little bit, and you're like, yeah, she likes... You ever done coke before? Nope. Oh, dude, it's great. You gotta try it. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> it's the fucking best. I've heard. Yeah. It's the bee's knees. Second to crystal meth. Yeah. Crystal meth. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But, but if you got money... Just do coke. Yeah. Yeah. Just large amounts. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got a lot of money, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of money if you want to do coke for a long time. I bet. All right? But you should try it. Shit's not cheap. You should try it. Five, guys, get us get us to where we're making money so Braden can do coke. It just maybe. The only thing that's been stopping Braden from doing coke for the last 28 years. Yeah. Yeah. Is the financial aspect of doing yeah, coke. So just donate. He wants to get hooked on coke. He needs the money to do so. So if you guys want to, you know, help. Yeah. Make that shit happen. Yeah. So Rufus, he cleared everything out before the FBI got there. And there's like some loose weed and all that. And they're like, oh, this ain't shit. Yeah. So like he cleared everything out and the FBI's there. And Rufus and Eight Mile pull up. And he's like, can I help you? Rufus and Agent Putnam's like, this is a crime scene, Mr. Rufus. And he goes, why? He's like, this is it's my fucking property. He's like, it's my property. He's like, I'm, I got plans for this property, but I'm never here. Cause as you I've can been see, here it's a fucking, in years. Because as you can see, it's a fucking dump. And Eight Mile goes, that's true. I can vouch for him. And he goes, I swear to God, he says this to him. It's nuts. He says, we got camera footage of him being here, boy. He says to the the black guy, calls him boy, boy. And aggressively calls him boy. And you, then you Rufus gotta, says, yeah, you must have camera footage of your little girlfriend being down here, too. He goes, fuck you just say? He goes, you Ooh. heard me? He goes, no, what the fuck you just say? And then uh, Randy McCoy steps in. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Let's take it easy, Rufus. And Rufus looks at Randy McCoy and goes, he heard me? He's like, yeah, I think he heard you. <laughs> He's like, all right. Okay. And then they leave, and I like what Eight Mile did. Eight Mile gives Agent Putnam like a subtle, like kind of like almost like an eye roll, like 
Like, I, I, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how he knew. I don't know how he got everything out, but I can't. I can't not act like I'm working with him right now. Yeah. Like, he, he gave... This, this, was, this was a fine piece of acting by this guy. Yeah. Because he gave just a subtle look that you were like, okay, he's letting Agent Putnam know, like, fuck. Yeah, it was a kind of like a look at both of the of the the partners, and yeah. it was yeah subtle enough, yeah. like David saying. Yeah. Where, but he's like, I I don't know how this happened. Yeah, I'll I'll keep trying for you. Yeah, make this shit happen. So they leave. It's now nighttime, and the baby keeps calling for mommy in the crib, and she doesn't wake up to that. We then hear like a a window break. Yep, someone's breaking in. She's like, Hey, Agent Putnam. It's just spe- special agent Putnam. There's a uh, someone's breaking in the house. And he's like, oh shit! And, and he reacted way worse than what's his name from American History X. Was so much slower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He wasn't like you know how many. He wasn't how many they carry and they got a piece. Yeah. No. Do I need? Do I need are they gonna get my father's truck? Yeah. Like he should yeah. be a fucking. Did they? FBI did agent. they not learn their place on the fucking basketball court? Thank. Yeah. They did not. So he grabs his gun. He like slowly goes down. He looks out the window and he sees a guy like starting to light a Molotov cocktail. So he fucking opens his door. The guy's holding it, and right as he's about to throw it, he shoots the Molotov cocktail. And then the guy catches on fire. The guy with him catches on fire, and they go and they jump in the getaway car, and the person drives off with two fully on fire people. In the back of the car. They were, the one guy, the one guy, his arm was just on fire. Yeah. The other guy was completely on fire. And he had the wherewithal to run and get in the back of the car, which is dangerous as fuck. Yeah. But, but it And then they drive away. It's like, why wouldn't you shoot them? They deserve to burn. All right. That, that motherfucker deserved to burn. And let them burn on your fucking front doorstep. Shoot them in the legs. Like, he had the gun pointed at them and... Okay, if if you if you let him get away, if like the whole filmmaking part is what pissed me off because if you wanted to show that he didn't want to kill him, if he didn't want to shoot him, show a little bit of something, something with the character, something. But he was just pointed at him, and he didn't look conflicted. He just did, like just didn't shoot, and that kind of pissed me off. Like look conflicted, look like he like ah uh, like I yeah I don't want to kill him, but yeah. it was just like yeah I'm not gonna shoot. And you're like, well, what the fuck, bro? You got a child upstairs. You all were about to burn in the house dead. But you're not going to, like, shoot this guy? I don't know. That's the part you're hung up on? A man was completely on fire. And he knew where the car was. (laughs) And to run again. And the door wasn't open. They opened the fucking door to this car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. He's like, ah! 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 Yeah, I guess. dives in. I mean, yeah, it is a bit far fetched that they would be able to do that so easily. But it's they, ridiculous. They the guy on fire, so he is engulfed. This is the '80s. But that's what I'm saying. Like this is the '80s. They didn't have full fireproof shit. Oh, I'm not saying it's not fireproof, or he's not getting burned. It's just I don't think it's at the point where it's like melting his skin off, kind of thing. It's probably just like all over his jacket, kind of thing. You know, it was over his head. Yeah, but he, he got ski he, mask on. But he had the thing on. You know, so, so there's no way he gets it in that car. Right. You don't stop, drop, and roll. You're completely on fire. And you're like, ah, get the there's the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run 20 feet and open a car door and get in. Yeah. No, no, I agree. It's fucking nonsense. This movie makes no sense. Yeah, he just should have shot him. Next morning, Queen Daenerys is at her sister's salon. She's sleeping there. 
And she got the phone with her. And the sister's like, you 13-year-old girl? Who are you waiting to call? Yeah. She's like, nobody. She's like, why don't you get up and help me get the groceries? And then she gets Paige from Agent Putnam. And <laughs> so she's she like, jumps oh, up. I, I got to go. And she's like, this ain't a good idea fucking around with this federal cop. And she's like, <laughs> and she says, I'm an important informant. And one day, I might just disappear into witness protection. So you better enjoy me while I'm here. Boom. And then she leaves. Well, and her sister was ch- trying to tell her, too, like, you're going to either end up, like, in jail sh- 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 or sh- sh- dead. So you're going to get yourself killed. Yeah. As she's leaving. She's yeah. like, fuck you, dig. No, I'm not. I'm a fucking star. All right? Yeah. I, he said I was a she, star. She then, they meet up, and Agent Putnam rightfully blames her for what happened. Yeah. He's like, uh, Rufus sent some guys to try to kill me and my family last night. She's like, I hope you don't think I had something to do with it. He goes, oh, I definitely do. Yeah, she tries to play fucking stupid. And he's like, I'm going to give you $6,000. Just fucking leave me alone. Yeah. He's like, I was going to give this to you later. It was now. I don't want to see you unless unless there's blood on the ground. Unless there's blood on the ground. Unless there's blood on the ground, I don't want to see you. She takes the money, but she's like, it's it don't work this way. It don't work this way. She keeps saying, it don't work this way. This ain't how you treat your star informant. Yeah. And then he drives away, and she starts crying. She's then then driving around, and she stops and buys a convertible Mustang with the money. Because apparently shit's that cheap. I mean, I guess it's the 80s, but still. So is the 80s. she, She got six grand. She said she split it, so she spent three grand on a fucking... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, because she lied. She spent two grand on it. But th- isn't that what she was just telling? What's his name? Because she got six. She told Johnny that she only got four. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I, I guess I didn't fully um hear that part out properly or something. But that's the way I kind of took it. Um, It is a sick Mustang. I mean, the thing, the thing looks fucking brand new. It doesn't look like it'd be like... A cheap so the it's the equivalent purchasing power today. Two thousand dollars is the equivalent purchasing power to five thousand one hundred twenty-eight dollars and seventy-one cents. Yeah, I don't see it back then. So she either spent two thousand dollars and was keeping more money, or she spent four thousand dollars on it, which would be ten grand, which all day, all day. It's, it's it seems like a lot to spend on that car. What? Um, yeah. On that Mustang? It's an, it's an older Mustang. They have it on the side of the road, and they're selling it for cash. Look brand new. If you can get $10,000 cash for that, you take it. Dude, today that Mustang's probably it. worth, like, I don't even know. Like, and, and if it's in that state condition that it was in in this movie, that the car they actually used in this movie was probably worth a pretty penny. And I'm not a car guy. It just seemed like you have a... Maybe back in the day, maybe maybe it would be worth like the equivalent to ten thousand. But today, I feel like that car would be worth like a pretty penny. And I feel like it depends on a lot of certain little collectible things. But just in general, I think that car would be a collectible item and be worth. If I had to guess, no, come on, come on. don't say number. Don't say number. Say don't. what you've say what you've said like four times. Because huh. I've smiled every time you've said it because you say it so casually. Huh. I've never heard you say it before. Huh. Keep saying pretty petty. Be worth a pretty petty. Pretty penny. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be worth a pretty penny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was a 1965 Ford Mustang. Oh, yeah. 
fucking mint condition. That's what you got to put. Mint condition. And, and put uh, a star was once riding in it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. $28,000.99. But. I'm actually surprised. I thought it would have even been more than that. I mean, it depends, I guess, like the state that the car's in and everything and maybe how many miles is on it and shit. But you think a, a point. In- also, also, but today, that's a fucking. That's a classic. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm a, saying. Because it's that's now. A, that's a, like a fucking super antique classic one, yeah. car. Back, was it 20 back years? Back then, it was just like an older Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I still think. Four thousand. But you know what? Who are we to say Queen Daenerys didn't also fuck the owner of that car? You know, I'm gonna say she was in a very rebellion stage at this point in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, and she she drove up like she just did some badass shit. And we never saw her get the car. We never saw her put the top down. Yeah, we just see her riding with the top down. And, and, oh, oh, All and of a sudden, she's well, got that car. Oh, oh, this is a big thing, too. What'd you do with the other car? She could have exchanged it for a certain mm, amount of money. Traded that. was like, I'll trade yeah. you this. I'll fuck you. And I'll give you four grand. There you go. For the Mustang. Yeah. It's like, done. Uh, you could have fucked me for that Mustang. <laughs> right? You could have given said, me no, no car, said, no money. He said that as she was leaving <laughs> with the Mustang. He's like, oh, and by the way, you could have just fucked me for the Mustang. <laughs> So she she pulls up to the trailer. The kids come out. They're like, "Mommy, this is a Mustang." She's like, "How do you know what a Mustang is? It's a cute little thing." Johnny Knoxville walks out and he goes, "Who'd you steal this from?" She goes, "I bought it." "Who'd you get that kind of money?" She's so proud too. And then she said, "I had four thousand dollars extorting that guy at the motel that night." She I spent I spent half it on this, and I want to give you the other half. She is a king finesser. I've never met such a finesser in my life. And he goes, okay, give me the money. Shake. Does this mean we're even now? And there is and the biggest just, pause. Just staring at her. And he goes, yeah, we're even. Give me the money. And then she hands him the money. And they then obviously ins- I was go wrong. Ins- they go inside and they're way not even. Yeah. This is Brayden's <laughs> favorite scene in the movie. He was like, dude, that scene was so great. Johnny Knoxville is just beating the fucking fuck out of her yeah in dude. front of the kids yeah like fucking her up throwing her against the wall hitting oh, her a lot. punching her in the face he's like where he's wanting to know where she got the money from he's like i know you didn't she looks fucked up yeah oh yeah he's fucking destroying her whole her. face is so yeah. swollen up and like he's choking her on the bed and he's like the fuck huh huh tell me the fucking truth and she goes i got it because i sucked his cock and, and this fucking, is the part that was actually the hardest to watch in this movie because the moment she says that. it's Queen Daenerys. She's covered in blood. She's getting actually beat not, up. It's actually not that. The yeah. moment she said, because I sucked his cock, and he goes and punches her in the face again, they immediately cut to the kid's face and is the saddest fuck. Yeah. And it's like a split second where the kids are just like almost kind of so distraught where they're they should be crying, but the, they're like so taken back, like they're not even crying. Honestly, it was sad. Like that's a traumatic. Yeah, and oh, like those, they kids, did, those kids are fucked. That's what I'm saying. Like, and the way they showed the kids though in that moment was like, oh, that's the most traumatic part. Like, yeah, you feel bad for for Daenerys a little bit, but the moment you see the kids, like, oh, a little bit. 
Well, I'm saying like a little bit and compared feel, to the kids. I feel very bad for her. <laughs> no, totally, totally. But compared to the kids, you're like, ah. This is awful. <laughs> this is awful. She's getting the shit beaten out of her in her own house. But she's she's tough, bro. She's a tough cook. No, she does not deserve that. She doesn't deserve it. That's yeah, what I mean, I'm saying. like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. He was a little excessive, but she needed to learn. She, she needed to be smacked around a little bit. We can all agree there, right, David? And I was like, no, absolutely not. So the paramedics come and they get her. The police are there. They do not arrest Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, she's that fucked up. He gets he gets to stay with the kids. Yeah, and she goes to the hospital, and Agent Putnam's at the hospital. She's fucking waving bye to her child. She can barely wave. Uh, He he gives her a get well soon card from her the fucking cuck wife, the lady cuck. God. And she's like, "You're the only man who's ever been good to me." She's like, "Lock the door." And he's like, "I can't keep doing this. I'm trying to be good to my wife, but trying not to betray my wife." But when I'm avoiding you, she thinks I'm betraying you. She's like, I, I just can't fucking win no matter what, all right? He's like, I I don't want to see you until the trial. She's like, stay away from Johnny Knoxville until then. I, I, I can't have you looking like this when you take the stand. And during this part of the movie, almost every time that they kind of like go and start having sex again and stuff, I kept thinking like, maybe this is the time that the cuck wife jumps in, just knocks yeah. on the door. Tells so he's going to leave and she's like, I need you now more than ever. She's like, if you go, I I don't know what I'll do. And then he closes the door and stays. It's trial day. They sneak her into the courthouse with a fucking ski mask and a bag on her head. <laughs> it's fucking great. And there's like cameras like, hey, who's who's in there? Who's in there? Blah blah blah. And they get her into a room and he's like, all right, hey, today's the day. You're gonna do great. No, you're nervous. Don't worry. Um, that guy from that thing introduces Agent Putnam to his new partner. It's Fat Bob. He was in Baltimore. He's a hardened. He's, well, things are bad in Baltimore, right? I've seen some real shit. I don't want to be carrying no rookie. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't have to. Looks like you're carrying enough. Like, makes a makes joke about him being fat. And you yeah. would think, like, that would break the ice with federal agents. Not at fat, all. Fat Bob's not happy. And yeah. like, yeah, he got transferred here because someone tried to kill him in Baltimore. And then he looks at that guy from that thing and goes... Bureau will transfer you if someone tries to kill you. He's, he's like, like, oh yeah. fuck. He's like, yeah. Think of the liability. And he walks and then he's, then you see the gears are turning. Like, oh, I shouldn't tell them that I just this guy just almost tried to throw. Yeah. Well, he was going to. Yeah. Right? Molotov. Like, Queen Daenerys walks into the courtroom, and everyone sees that it's her. Johnny Knoxville looks pissed. Longhair's mom calls her a snitch. People are booing her. They tell her to raise her right hand. She raises her left hand because she's nervous as fuck, and everyone laughs. And I felt like that was a little forced. She the raises laugh. her right hand. the The laugh wasn't forced. Everyone laughing at her. It was just I, a little I think loud. Like her doing it. They they want to psych her out. Well, I didn't they're understand not, they're not this really part. Laughing that hard. They're trying to psych her the fuck out. Well, then then I also don't really understand that too because it's like why why is there so many people in defense of this of this kid who's robbing banks because they didn't really set it up in the story as if he was a part. Of the gang or whatever you want to call them. So it was... You know what I'm saying? Like the whole fucking town's there. His mom, his girlfriend, and Johnny Knoxville are there. And then then there's other people also. You don't don't snitch in that town. No, You make money two ways. Drug dealing and the funeral business. True. You don't snitch in either one of those, all right? Yeah, I just... They fund each other, and you do not snitch. I just wish they would have showed 
the 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 town caring caring about this sure there's kid, sure there's a lot know? of stuff they should have shown you know to build because it's like why, why does anyone yeah. give a shit about this kid you know yeah. what i'm saying I, I get why the mom and the the girlfriend no yeah know. totally yeah. totally that yeah and they're, they're they're trying to psych her out and she's shaking she's scared as fuck um people she gives her testimony that she found it and they're like you blind motherfucking whore fuck you fuck you <laughs> And then the, the guy's like, "Yeah, you're doing, you're doing great." Blah blah. Like the fucking lawyer, he's like, "Thank you for your testimony. That is very brave of you." Blah blah blah. And then Queen Daenerys narrates, "When a man tells you that you're doing the right thing, it means you're doing the right thing for him." Woo! That's some like gospel and shit. And then the last thing we see in the courthouse is that guy from that thing whispering with Fat Bob. Mm, up in yeah. like the up, up like in the back, they're yeah. like whispering and above down there. Suspicion, <laughs> oh! <laughs> guys. For any purposes, we're gonna take a quick break. But stick around; we'll be right back. Oh yeah, uh, nice. And we're back. Hey, Derek Jeter, fuck you. Yeah. Run FBI safe house, and Agent Putnam's there, and she like opens the door, and she's like, "Water heater's busted again," and he's like, "Oh." Uh, deputy, she's like, takes both of you to fix the water heater, and he's like, yeah, the bureau has a rule against uh, agents being al- male agents being alone with female informants. She's like, I never knew about that rule. He's like, yeah, me neither. So beyond that, though, don't you think it's a bit ridiculous that she was like, oh my god, it takes two of you to change a water heater? Yeah, I mean, water heater's pretty fucking big. You know, water wanna... heater's not really busted. Oh yeah, yeah. that was an excuse. She yeah. wanted him to come in and fuck her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just yeah. And she's like, "What? Need both you for this?" Yeah. And no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one hundred percent. Or she broke the water heater, and then like yeah, and, th- and this was... was all she didn't care about the fucking water no, heater. No, she totally. wanted Putnam to come fuck her. I know, and and that yeah. I wasn't really trying to talk about that in that way. I'm trying to say like, it's a lame excuse. Like, wouldn't anyone kind of be like, no, it does take two people. I don't know. That's that's where my mind went. Like, I don't know. It's kind of silly. You wouldn't think that? If someone was like, why do you need two of you to go change a water heater? And be like, because it takes two people. Anytime at work where I've had to have someone come do something on the water heater, it's been one guy. Well, yeah, because he's like specializes so, in so, it. So I would be a little... would be a little... What's that bitch need to be here for? If you had to change it if out. If he though? showed up with another dude, I'd say... What's this bitch doing here? Let's just say the water pan. Who's water pan? Who's this bitch? <laughs> and what's he doing here? Above suspicion. That is what bro. I'll say. Yeah. And he'll be like, "Excuse me." <laughs> I'll be like, "I didn't stutter." Who is this bitch? And what is he doing here? You're my guy. All right. When the water heater breaks, I call you. I don't remember this motherfucker. Not this bitch. Yeah. He's not a motherfucker. He's a bitch. As all right. Yeah. Fuck. Be like I don't think. We can do this account anymore. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't think I want you, David. Really quick, because I, I just, thought you were a man. Because I just actually personally changed my water heater. How much do you think it would cost to get professionals to come out? Like a one dude, like you're to talking to replace it. Yeah. So I, cause we also did that at work. Okay, okay. And I got quoted by one guy who said it was gonna be like eighteen hundred dollars. Oh. I then called another company, and they said, we're removing a water heater? I said, yeah. And they said, all right, we'll 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 need some hoses to hook up, and we'll drain it, and then we'll come get it. Maybe like 500 bucks? And it was 
upstairs in an attic and they had to get it down and I said sold for 500 bucks when can you be here and they said uh, an hour? I was like, yeah. That's get your sick. ass over here. Get your ass over here. Let's get rid of this thing. And then he was like, ah, the stairs are a little, it's a little tighter. We're going to, it's going to like, would you do 600? I was like, yeah, we'll do 600. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. one. Awesome. Was like, the other guy was fucking 1,800. I swear to God, when I say this, we had four or five companies come out. To, to, to just, you know, check it. One, to see what's wrong with the water heater, but every yeah. single one of them told like, yeah, it's... Is it's, it, is it's it just to remove it or to put a new one in? Also? To put a new one in also. Okay. Every single one of them charged us between 32 to like 4,500. Yeah. And, and... Well, I mean, how much is a water heater? That's what that comes down to. Is how like, much does the like, water heater cost and then the labor like to do that? 500 bucks. And then the it's labor like, of putting it in. Still expensive. Oh, so, Still expensive. so me and my dad and my dad's friend did it, but me and my dad could have just done it. But we he did. Was we had Tommy? him there. No, um, we had him there because he does specialize in it, but he just doesn't even do it anymore. But we're like, oh, we just want to play it safe. But after we did it, we're like, oh my god, we would have gotten so finessed. Yeah. So we, in total, we spent five hundred instead of thirty five hundred. I still think Agent Putnam shouldn't have brought that bitch deputy in. Should have just fucked her. You're right. Yeah. Things just happened. Now. <laughs> Agent Putnam gave Fat Bob the drug case. Agent Putnam is leaving town without telling Amelia Clark or without telling Queen Daenerys, and she would not stand for it. So she goes to the house while the wife is there moving, and she says, "I fucked your husband, you stupid cow." Dude, like immediately, and she's pregnant. She called her cow. She's pregnant. She's like, "You stupid cow! I fucked your husband." Doesn't that make you feel something? Yeah, she knows she's pregnant and too. She it's goes, crazy. "I feel bad for you. You wanted the new life so badly that you thought you could just take mine. It's not gonna happen." And then she closes the door, and Amelia goes, "Shit! I have never seen someone get killed with away. kindness so bad before in my life." Like that is the epitome of kill someone with kindness. Queen Daenerys is now, she's narrating. I guess everybody got what they wanted, you know. A Agent Putnam gets to be the golden boy for the FBI. The wife got the big house, and of course, you know, Mister Perfect, Kurt Henning, you know, the perfect plex, one, two, three, mm. always does. That's when I thought this movie always was does ending. It. You thought you thought Kurt Henning was gonna. Give someone the perfect plex. Yeah, there we I was go. Like, this is how we're gonna go out. He was like, Mister Perfect, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Hit it. Um, Rufus got to retire in Mexico. Eight Mile got his thirty grand, and then he blew it all. You know? <laughs> Even my dumbass brother Bones got off on time served. Me? Well, guess what I got? And then Longhair's girlfriend and mom beat the fucking shit out of her in a bar. Oh, you, to where you think, oh, she's going to die here. Yeah. They're going to beat her to death. Yeah. They don't. They beat the fuck out of her. She's begging for help. A, help a, me. A, a bar full of people are just watching, including Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. They're just watching her get the shit beat out of her by those two people. <sighs> Nuts. She then says, the day day Agent Putnam came to, came to town was the worst day of my life. And she's sitting with Fat Bob, and Fat Bob wants to fuck her so bad. Oh, so he's fucking like, bad. He's like, "What do you want to do? What he's do you like, want to do?" He's like, "Do you want to? Do you want to file a, anything a you report? Want. The bureau will, will take him down. They love shit like this. They'll take it very seriously. I'll do Please, anything. I just, what can I do to help you?" He, he's like, "If I was directing a movie that Amelia Clark was in, yeah, he is acting how I would help. And, and like, anything I'd you like, want, what, anything you want. That's what this movie's gonna be. Yeah. I, it's, I don't care. You need I dragon don't ca- eggs. I don't care what the writers put down. I don't. It's your movie. What do you want to do? Yeah." And yeah, Transformers. You want you want Transformers. That's how, so Amelia Clark, 
Drew, listen, I've never directed before. I've never planned on directing. But there you go. It's yeah. really, if you want to push for me to direct a movie you're going to be in, it's really you're the director. Give you I would all even, the freedom. I would even give you half of my salary for being the director. There yeah. you go. So you would get paid your your quote plus half the director's salary. And it's your movie. Yeah. You just got to say. Something to think on. You just got Tell me Jakaras every day. You don't even have to do that. No, No, there's no stipulations. (laughs) Whatever you want. I'm just there, right? I'm just there. I say action. I say, all right, cut. Amelia, was that good? And you you let me know if you want to roll with that, if you want another take. Yeah, your movie. Mm. Um, So Fat Bob, he's like, oh, my God, I swear to God, I'll do anything. He's got a gold chain, too. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He's He's got a big gold rope chain. He's trying to, you know. Yeah, Look he cool. does. Yeah. He's finesse. Uh, she, Queen Daenerys, she calls another agent there who transfers her to the conference room so Agent Putnam can take the call. And she's like, I'm pregnant, bitch. What you gonna do? Woo-hoo! And he's like, fuck. And, and then she narrates. She's like, this son of a bitch had the nerve to ask if I was sure the baby was his. And he's like, nah, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean it like that. But just like, because she's a slut and she fucks around. No, yeah, but I am actually confused about her being pregnant. Yeah, I don't know. Right? They never yeah. really solidify anything. Yeah. He's like, I'll be there. She says, you really find out what a man's made of when you catch him by surprise. Oh my God, he damn. Because I'll be in Pikesville in two weeks. We can talk then. She's now crushing up pills and snorting them in a room in the Pikesville hotel. He pulls up and then he gets out with luggage and stuff. So that's where he's staying. And when he gets to the stairway, she's at the top of it screaming at him. What the fuck took you so long? You pulled up, and I sat there and watched. What the fuck took you so long when you pulled up to come inside? And he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, like, what in they, the fuck? He's like, what is going on? She's like, I got a, she's like, I got a room at the Pikesville. And he's like, who's paying for that? She's like, the FBI. He's like, you mean Fat Bob's paying for it? She's like, yeah. You're everything Fat Bob hates about the FBI. She keeps talking about Fat Bob. She's like, he's mad. He's so mad that I fucked you and I won't fuck him. She's like, you're everything he hates, the suit. The suit and tie wearing motherfuckers who are really crooked as hell. He's like, Fat Bob don't wear a tie, but he don't fuck his informants neither. It's so funny because they were probably like, what, what does Fat Bob need to kind of like help him be the opposite of, of Putnam? A big gold rope chain. There we go. <laughs> there we go. He uh, He's like giving her shit for being fucked up. Oh, she's like, blah, blah, like I'm tired. It's from the family, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I should have killed her when I had the chance. And he's, he's like, like what? what? She's like. Nothing. I didn't mean that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said that. I just said he's like, look, at you. you're so, like, you're so fucking strung out. You don't even know what you're saying. She's like, fuck you. He goes, let me. When's the last time you ate? Have you eaten today? She's like, nah. He's like, all right, let me let me drop my bags. I'll, I'll take you to the drive-through. And she's so happy. She's like, we're going on, she's like, we're going on a date. <laughs> drive-through isn't what I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be like a McDonald's. Yeah, it's like a like a field and there's a guy growing up stuff. Yeah, and he gives her. Uh, Gives her a bag of food, and she goes, I ain't got no money. Everybody in town wants me dead. He goes, what happened to fucking witness protection? She goes, FBI gave me money to relocate myself. And he goes, all right, what happened with that? She goes, I'm a fucking drug addict. What do you think happened? (laughs) Great line. Which is crazy if that's how the FBI operates. Yeah. This fucking junkie girl who was an informant. Instead of giving her witness protection and relocating her, they're just like, here's some money. You can relocate yourself. We know you've been doing drugs this whole time. 
and you said you wanted us to help you get to rehab. Here's some money. Figure it out. Hey, that's Fat Bob yeah, for you, bro. That's that's nuts if that's how they handled it. <laughs> True story, bro. <laughs> like that's that's fucking nuts. She he's like, well, what do you like? What do you what do you want? What do you want me to do? She's like, I want you to suffer. She's like, I want to tell the FBI. I want to tell your wife. I'm gonna tell everybody about the baby. Fat Bob says they'll fire your ass. He's like, yeah, just keep talking about Fat Bob, fucking bitch. And he goes, and right before he gets in the car, he goes, honestly, you don't look five months pregnant. And she says, maybe my favorite line. That's crazy. They say that the drugs will keep it small. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! So I'm at the point where I think she's just lying. They say that the drugs. Will keep it small. That is crazy. And he it's a says, "Do you ever think about getting an abortion?" She shakes her head. Then they both get in the car. Queen Daenerys says, "He was supposed to save her. Supposed you. You were there to save me. You were. You even to save said me. it yourself. You said you were going to save me." Agent Putnam says, "Like, I mean, I. If I'm I trying to do the right, I'm trying to do the right thing. If I could have dropped everything." And just fucking restart st- and restart. I would. It's like, but I can't. All right, I have a wife, I have kids, all of that stuff. And, and like he, you could tell he is just trying to be like he's trying to do what he's saying. Like he's trying to be the. He's he knows he's fucked up, made mistakes, and he's just trying to do the right thing now. He then offers. He's like, "What do you want? Like, do you want me and my wife to take care of the baby?" She goes, "Fuck you! I'm a I'm a good mother." And he's like, "Come on, wh- where are your kids right now?" Oh, she's like, "Fuck you!" And she starts hitting them and shit while he's driving. And they fucking drive. They he swerve dri- off the road. Swerves off the road, but doesn't crash. Yeah, but drives Just, off the road. And it's like they kind of swerved off the road onto an On- unbeaten path. It was like a own like dirt road thing. It was weird. The the yeah. coincidence of that was two, weird. Two roads diverged in the woods, and I, I chose the one less traveled by. And it made all the difference. Oh, it fucking did. Queen Daenerys wants him to leave his whore wife and his stuck-up bratty kids and to raise the baby with her. And he says, you're out of your fucking mind. That is word for word what she said. And he says, you're out of your fucking mind if you think I would let a baby of mine be raised by you. (laughs) And that's just where shit hits the fan. So she goes... Ah, uh, hold on, hold on. I might, uh, I, I, that's too, cause she's calling the whore wife and all that stuff. And he's yeah. like, I swear, if you, if you say my, if you keep saying my wife's name all, and she goes, you'll what? You'll hit me? Go ahead and hit me. Man, have been hitting me my whole life. Uh, I ain't fucking scared of you. All that stuff. She's at Man. a point of like no return, it kind of seems like. Yeah. Um, she says, he's like, I just want a solution to our problem. She goes, our problem? Your problem. I've never been happier. I get to tell all my friends that I'm going to raise an FBI baby. And then he says, you're out of your fucking mind if you think I would let a baby of mine be raised by you. And then she starts hitting him and fuck, going nuts on him and then starts narrating. And we cut away from the car. And she says, well, that wasn't exactly a meeting of the minds. <laughs> yeah, I I fucking hate some of these lines. Yeah, it's like so ridiculous. She's like, at least he felt bad about the whole thing. You know, he couldn't eat, couldn't sleep for months, didn't know what to do, and then shows him in a car in front of his house, like flashing back to the good times with Queen Daenerys. And then she goes, then all of a sudden he did, and he goes and wakes his wife up. He's like, hey, I gotta tell you something. 
And she's like, now? And he's like, yeah, it's about Queen Daenerys. She's like, it's, it's in the past. doesn't matter. Let's move past it. And he's it's like, not. no. So now they're downstairs. And wife's smoking a cigarette. And he tells her, she's like, we're, I thought we were past it. And he goes, we're, we're not past it. And she goes, is she pregnant? And he goes, yeah. And then she immediately starts drinking. She goes and like pours a drink. And he's like, never drank up to this point in this movie. Yeah, she's been sober for yeah. years apparently. Yeah, she goes just pours a drink, starts drinking. He's like, "Hey, sweetie," she's like, "Don't you dare tell me." He's like, "No, I, I didn't mean not to." Drink. I really I mean, wish that she just went crazy, and I don't mean like throwing shit around. I mean like saying crazy shit that she did in her past. Like she, like she starts drinking. I kind of. I, I get what you're saying, <laughs> but I like what she did here. I know. I like what she did, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, he's like, no, not not stop drinking. Um, just there's more. And she's like, Jesus. Um, and we then go back to the car and he's they're They're fighting. And like he's got Daenerys up against the side and he's telling her, stop it. You're not going to win. You're never going to win. <laughs> And then he smothers her to death, like, kind of gently. Yeah, just with, like, with, with his, his hands. hands. Yeah. Smothers her. And so tells his wife it was an accident, but he's going to Washington today to confess because that's what his dad would have wanted. And I your love. Dad, yeah. Your dad? Yeah. You're thinking about your fucking dad right now? She smacks him across the face. Yeah. And this is a true Queen, ride or die. Queen Daenerys is then narrating again, and she goes... I mean, I, I remember that a little differently than he did. And then we see him kill her way more violently. He gets on He's top like, of her. on top of her, beating the fuck out of her. And, and then, then just banging her against the wall and snaps her neck. Yeah. Like, takes her by the throat and fucking, like, throws her up against the car. Just brutal as fuck. Yeah. Just, but people only remember what they can stand to. Which, what, that is the him, truth. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The stuff that you remember... Way more mildly than how it I really happened. You were gonna fucking <laughs> I mean, how could I not? <laughs> I set you up. Yeah. Um, and the wife's like, "Don't turn yourself in." Yeah. She's like, "This can stay between you and me. I can live with this." And he says, "You can live with this." She says, "Yeah, I'm like, the yeah. fucking cop." She's like, "Yeah, I can live with this." He goes, "Well, I can't. I've I've been trying to for months, and he's a I can't fucking, live with it. He's a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking pussy." Randy McCoy, now wearing a suit, arrests Agent Putnam. Yeah, there and he's you go. like, hey, I'm like, like Agent Putnam's turning himself in. He's like, I'm really sorry about this. He's like, no, don't be. You're just doing your job, man. Yeah. And then turns around, lets him cuff him, brings him in. Queen Daenerys is narrating again, said that he could have, it's like the, the average sentence for manslaughter is six years and typically served two. He chose to take 14 years and serve 10 of them. He's <laughs> like, oof. Like he, he's just, yeah, because he because he wanted to be punished. Yeah. Um, wife, his wife stayed by his side, or at least she tried. Could to. you do that? Could you? I think they're the average sentence. So like that's with lawyers like, yeah, on your behalf trying to get it commuted. Uh, I okay. assume for manslaughter, that's yeah. Like if he's like, no, I'm guilty. I'm not cooperating, blah, 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 just whatever. Give me the max sentence. Then they will. Then it's 14 years, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, the average, so, like, and they don't yeah. give a shit, and they're like, all right, we'll get it down. You'll serve two, uh, which is crazy. That, dude, that's yeah. exa- When they said two years, I said, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. 
Like, yeah. Two years, someone's dead. <laughs> because of yeah, my and like, actions. And like manslaughter. It's not murder, it's manslaughter. Which sounds way worse. Yes. Sounds so much Manslaughter. Sounds so much worse than murder, but whatever. So why was it manslaughter instead of murder, though? Uh, she was saying self-defense. She was attacking him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fought her back, but... Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, wife, his wife stayed by his side, or at least she tried to. She died of drink I a year before w- he got out of prison. Yeah. Died of drink. Could have put drinking. Yeah. Died, <laughs> died of drink. Died of drink. You know what's crazy? And that's, too. Did her did her liver liver failure? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like DUI crash. Did she drink like, what? In such yeah. a small amount of time. Alcohol poisoning. I mean, it was ten years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's not so that small amount of time. Yeah. You can you can do some damage in ten oh, years. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. He said that he said where to find her. Like he told them where to find her body, but he waited ten months after he killed me to tell people so dogs got me pretty good before then it's not even fucking necessary <laughs> like it's so ridiculous dude and then and then we go to, you're having like we legitimate then, hold on, hold on, no, no, no. we then go to the coroners her sister and johnny knoxville show up <sighs> to identify her bones they see her fucking nail. I identify her bones. They see a fingernail. And sister's like, yep, that's her. Her fucking bones. They showed them the bones. And then we're seeing Johnny Knoxville. And we're Knoxville. like, is this her body? <laughs> is this your sister? These are bones. We got a jawbone, some teeth, a necklace, yeah. a we fingernail. We could get dental records and all of that, but we'd rather, like, you knew her. Yeah. Like, These are bones. Yeah, is that her? And they're like, yep, those are bones. And Johnny Knoxville's Johnny. No- this is what pisses me off about the writing. Why? Why would Johnny Knoxville? Are you bringing him in? And he and I get it. They had a past. Mother, but Johnny mother kids. Yeah, but Johnny he Knoxville, knows her bones better than anybody. No, for sure. But Johnny. But I'm saying for Johnny Knoxville to get like teary eyed when he the last time we saw him, she just got beat to literally almost death, and he didn't fucking blink. They showed him, and he didn't even blink. Almost death. Yeah, I guess so. And he's right. pissed. He's like, I beat the fuck out of her I a, million, her. a yeah. million times. <laughs> this motherfucker does it once and kills her? That's why he's upset. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. Amelia Clark's narrating. She's like, I guess I was wrong about them all getting what they wanted. In the long run, anyways. Of course, in the long run, who does? It's like I said. <laughs> worst part about being dead you got too much time to think. God, that's so stupid. We then, the credits, because it's a true story, we see that... Oh, this is the craziest part. The grandparents raised Agent Putnam's kids until he got out of prison in 2000. So I don't know, did he get out of prison and then those are his kids he gets to yeah. keep them? I'm pretty sure. Wild. Wild, because... Sis raised Queen Daenerys' kids. Johnny Knoxville still lives in Pikesville. We see pictures of them. Uh, real life. His wife was better looking than yeah than uh, but maybe the other girl informant. But it's different. That's a thing. Like did you see it's, the... it's it's not as good, but different. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a very real thing. Yeah, people um, cheat on beautiful wives all the time. Oh, it's totally. a thrill. Something different. Yeah, totally. Um, did you see every though, fucking day people do that? Did you see him in with like his testimony? 
Okay, you're getting to it. Was, okay. I don't think it was his testimony. I think he was being interviewed on TV afterwards. Th- this made me and think, he's like, oh my God, they did this whole movie wrong. He's describing killing her with a smile on uh, Yes! Face. Dude, I was so... Like, I, I think absolute, this movie, absolute psychopath, this guy. Yes, 100%. He didn't just... She, this was not manslaughter. This motherfucker murdered her because he found out she was pregnant. And fucking loved it. Dude, he's like, and like it was like she was hitting me, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna win. Like he's like, smiles like I was like, I can't believe you're doing this right now. Like you're gonna make me do this. He's like, and then I, you know, I, I guess I just went harder than I thought I did, and I broke her neck. You know? Yeah, I just, you know, I kind of just, you know. But hey, such is life, right? And he's got this weird small smirk, and I'm like, dude, how do you not have the awareness, which? shows even more he's a fucking psychopath how do you not have the awareness of the way that you're coming off right now right total psychopath yeah but you know what movie's got an even better psychopath the nutty professor the nutty professor guys i've seen it enough times to where i catch small details and you're like oh holy shit papa clump absolute psychopath yeah you know what other movies got an even better psychopath Oh, it's I? the movie we're doing <laughs> next week, guys. Voted on by you to celebrate two motherfucking years behind this microphone, Woo! behind that microphone, behind this computer. Not two years behind the camera, but the microphones and computer, they're the same. Yes. Two motherfucking years, guys. You voted on it. You had a choice between Nightcrawler, The Fan, Smoking Aces, and Fear. Hit it. Hit it. Hey, we're back. We just cut out. Brayden got so excited about Marky Mark that he cut his thing out, but we kept the camera rolling. We kept the motherfucking camera rolling. Guys, you voted on it. We each picked uh, We each picked two movies. Yeah. I picked Fear and the Fan. Brayden picked Smoking Aces and Nightcrawler. Brayden's two movies accounted for 21% of the vote. Yes. While my two movies counted for 79% of the motherfucking vote. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. To some credit, 65% of that was was fear. Yeah. You guys you guys knew your audience. People started voting for the fan, and I kind of started being like, I mean, it'd be fun to do the fan again. <laughs> like, I, was, I did this hoping fear would win, yeah. and you guys did not disappoint. So we're doing fear. And guys, I was about to tell you where you could watch fear before we do a podcast on fear. But don't. Don't watch fear before we do a podcast on fear. I'm going to do you one better. <gasps> oh, my God. One better? One better. And I, I, didn't, I didn't plan on this. So well, let me, let me, let me say one thing while, you, while you're pulling that up. At the end of this movie, Above Suspicion, they're showing the trees that they were originally that she was originally talking about. As if there were like a mirage over the trees, like hugging and kissing and loving, like as if there was, as if this movie was the ending of a love story or some shit. This movie made no fucking sense, and they missed everything that they were going for. And the fact that we find out he's a psychopath at the end—that should have been the whole fucking movie. They fucked up. So guys, don't uh, don't go watch Fear. We do a podcast on Fear. Go listen to episode thirteen of the Five Six Kings podcast where we covered Fear. Because there's going to be inside jokes. There's going to be stuff. There's going to be plenty of callbacks. Oh, yeah. I started listening to it and started getting excited. I'm like, all right, I'm going yeah, yeah, to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's stuff. There's going to be callbacks. So go listen. Episode 13 of the Five Six Kings podcast. We recovered fear for the first time. We're revisiting it next week. Fuck and Braden, yeah. 
we're doing fear because they voted on it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But let's say someone's like, yeah, but fuck, I don't want to choose from four. I want you to do my favorite movie. Yes. How do they ask us to do their favorite movie? Oh, David, they just they just go to our website. Ooh, what's that? It's 56kings.com. Hold on, you mean F-I-V-E-S-I-X-K-I-N-G-S.com? Yes. And while you just go to the top, there's Submit Ideas tab. You click that. You go, my name is blah, blah, blah. I would like you to do this movie. I would like David to do it. I would like Braden to do it. And then you hit Submit, and we'd get an email saying blah, blah, blah. I want you to do this movie, and they want Braden to do it, or they want David to do it. That's exactly what they do, David. I mean, guys, 56kings.com, your one-stop shop for all things 56kings. What are you waiting for? So easy. Go over there. And Brayton, when do new episodes come out? Oh, David, it's it's every motherfucking Monday. But what if it doesn't? Like like this week. Though, like, yeah. We're, we're recording the day before Monday. Uh-huh. We got it. And we both watched the movie and recorded this today. Yeah. But let's say t- like we, we planned it as poorly as we did this week. Uh-huh. And then we're Sunday came and we're like, fuck, like we, we can't do it. Mm, so then yeah. what? Like, And then it's just kind of, yeah, it's just not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's every motherfucking Monday, unless like it's not. Yeah, and if it's not, like uh, you just leave us alone. We don't control the weather, you know. Eh. weather might not have anything to do with it, you know. No, it doesn't. We just, you know, we chose not to do it. Yeah, and that's my that's my right as an American. Exactly, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for picking the right movie on Instagram. <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week. I love you all very much. Peace out. Beach County, that's where I'm from. When niggas get gunned down and left slow, we don't just for fucking.